The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, the Horrible Gamers podcast, show number 403, being recorded on September the 12th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Jesus, and I'm joined by my friend from the West Coast, the best coast. Gunny Chief Henry Merrill is back. Welcome back, Gunny. Welcome. Hey, what's up, guys? Air conditioner's off. Heat wave's over. And I'm sitting here nice and cool in California. Nice. Heat wave 2022 is over here as well. And from Little Ohio, doing Little Ohio things. I don't know what they do over there. The mayo is back. Welcome back, Steve Willier. Welcome. Hey, what's up, Jesus, Gunny? How's it going? Hey, welcome back. Mister uh, works a lot. Little, yeah, little Ohio things. What do we do over here? I don't know. Um, what do you? What do you guys <laughs> do? Aren't you building like a new Pentium chip plant in your backyard? They are like right Things around huge. the corner. Yeah. Okay. Ten billion dollars. Yeah, we had the wow. president here and everything. All the billions. Anyways, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore Horrible Gamers. There's a review on iTunes. You can also review us on Spotify. Leave us five stars as there, on there as well. Join our Facebook group, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community. It's a closed group. Anything you post in there stays in there. We also have a uh, a Discord. You go to Discord and uh, join our Discord machine. What else do we have? I'm trying to pull it up, pull up the, the Patreon list again. He's had to restart its Windows. Oh, the hell, man! Lord. Trying to destroy his the, computer. This is fucked. I don't know how to get to the Patreon list, man. This is, this is so fucked. God, this is. It's like they redid the Patreon website, and it's all fucked up, dude. All right, anyway, all right. Let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon machines over at Patreon.com. You can uh, give a big shout out to our friend Leahy for supporting the show with the monies. Jason Sams, Robert Noble, thank you, Robert. Sean Patrick, Chad, and the M. Porkchop Who, the best HGP host ever. Evan, in all caps, Big Mommy Milkers, Big D Tanaka. What has he been doing in Ohio, huh? Is, right. he, is he behind you? I see him behind you. <laughs> and Jonathan Titan, Big D Hall. And the first DGP Patreon, Bill still even the biggest, D Gardner the second, the Elden Lord. Thank you guys for being Patreon machines. I love you all. And uh, yeah, you can also support the show by heading over to Redbubble. Get yourself a nice shirt, maybe a nice water bottle, maybe some nice sweater, because the sweater, sweater weather? Sweater, like sweater weather's here. <laughs> yeah, that's here. And, uh, yeah, so get yourself some nice sweaters over at Redbubble. Just for horrible gamers. Take on the guy wearing our icon or our logo on his shirt, and uh, you'll be able to see all the stuff we sell on there. Uh, and a uh, big shout-out to Phantom Mink for the intro and outro music to the podcast. And, uh, yeah, so, Mel, I know what you little Ohioans do over there. Oh, I yeah. Know. Oh, and fill me so, in. Fill me in. Listen, the other day, the other day I was – I was getting a haircut at this place called Sports Clips. Have you ever heard of Sports Clips? Yes, they have them here in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. well, they have them here on the West Coast as well. It must be like a nationwide thing. Anyways, I went there, right? There's this cute girl cutting my hair. She's all fucking cute and shit, cutting my hair. And then, like, it was like the middle of the fucking day or something. Like, it was like maybe like 
I want to say like maybe one thirty in the afternoon or something, maybe two in the afternoon. And, you know, I'm getting my hair cut and there's like nothing, like no sports on the TV, but they're fucking playing something from ESPN, I think. I think they just turned on ESPN and left it on there. But you know what's going on in Little Ohio this weekend, Mayo? Oh, there could be a lot of things. I mean, buggy uh, <laughs> racing. Gunny, uh, you would know about this, Gunny. You probably play this. There's the national, or I think maybe it was the worldwide international. I don't know if it was international or national, but it was the the pickleball championship, Mayo. Pickleball. 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 Yeah, yeah, it was the pickleball, pickleball championship. Never heard of it. Yeah, I've never heard of pickleball either. I don't even know what they were doing. But I mean, I'm telling you, the announcers were really excited about the the things that the people were doing with the pickleballs, and uh, and uh, they were talking about the great athleticism that the pickleball tournament champs had. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's, they said it was like a it was like a fucking four D event or something, Mayo. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those new uh, new games that are coming out that everybody, all these kids are playing now. Was there? There's like, like bocce ball or something as well, or something. Like, I don't remember what else. There's another one, but there's like a pickleball. Oh no, this is not a young people game. This was all old people playing, man. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was like a new game, I guess. Let me rephrase that. Like, how is it a new game? Old people me, are playing this shit. How is this new? I don't know. How yeah, are they, how are they pros already? They're there's champions. Like, there's like 50, 80, 100 places you could play pickleball in Ohio. Oh, look at that. Pickleball must be like the... Man, what the town do you live in? What's the name of your town? I am in Blacklick, Ohio. <laughs> it's, it's a sport of Ohio. It's pickleball. It's, it's you probably know, I think here. Ohio. Brunswick. I think Ohio, and I don't think the Ohio Buckeyes. I think Ohio pickleball. <laughs> it doesn't right. even show a picture of what it is. I'd probably have to YouTube it. <laughs> Let me tell you what pickleball is, guys. What is pickleball? Pickleball is a fun, social, and friendly. <laughs> they got their fun in there. <laughs> yeah. It was developed so people could have fun. (laughs) Not like the other sports. And the game is easy for beginners to learn, but can develop into a quick, fast-paced, competitive game for experienced players. The basics. It's It's a fun sport that combines many elements of tennis, badminton, and ping pong. You can play this both indoors and outdoors on a badminton size court and a slightly modified tennis net. Play it is played with a paddle and a plastic ball with holes. Uh, you can play as doubles or singles, and it can be enjoyed by all ages, Mayo, and skill levels. Mm-hmm. This is not an, a young sport, Mayo. This this sport was invented back in 1965, back when the dinosaurs were around in oh, Brainbridge ni- Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back in, in, in good old Bainbridge Island. All right, uh, across from Seattle, Washington. Okay, I did so, see yeah. something on on TV about this the other day, actually. But what's the one with the little looking like trampoline looking thing in the middle, and it's got four people and they bounce like a ball off of it? That's the one what's I was that? thinking. Uh, that's another one of the new ones that's been kind of like popping up around here. Look, do we gotta go join one of these tournaments and become pro athletes, Adam? Guys, do we just gotta gotta quit the podcast and go become pro athletes. Let's do it. Pro pickleball players. <laughs> <laughs> All ages, man. 
We should we should sponsor a team. <laughs> the horrible gamers like it sponsors a team of pickleball turn. We gotta sponsor the champ. We gotta look, man. We gotta get in, right? We could sponsor the oh. champion and get in now, while no other big sponsors are around. Gunny, we get them cheap. So the other one is like called Spike Ball. Is a new one too? I think I don't know. It could be around forever, but it's new to me. What? the fuck is Th- that's what i said i saw it like on espn i'm like what is this stuff <laughs> spike ball the new hot sport of 2022 yeah. <laughs> what are video games going to be on espn uh, they are already they are they got the call of duty tournaments on there they got the overwatch tournaments on there they got all the major all the major esports tournaments are on there on espn they, they really are Nice. I don't. I don't watch TV anymore. So, yeah, I mean, just yeah. you know, just all your apps and YouTube and. I mean, I'm sure Amazon these games have been around forever, but these are the first time I've ever seen them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is a YouTube yeah, video. Yeah. How to, you know how to play spike ball? And this thing, this video is in 2015, so it's been around for a minute. Yeah, man. You know, dinosaurs were not around in 2015, but they were back in 1965. Gunny would know. Yeah. Let me tell you, Gunny. Then he was out there fighting raptors and shit to get to school, okay? I had a javelin and everything. <laughs> he was out there walking Not with the spear. Javelin the car and javelin the, the it, weapon. You know, you ever see like those history books? You see like the cavemen walking around with spears and shit? <laughs> that, was Gunny, that was Gunny trying to get to school when he was a young kid. We wrapped our <laughs> school books in, in like leather bindings, you know? <laughs> Walk with no shoes. <laughs> what are shoes? Yeah, that's what we asked. Gunny was out there fighting woolly mammoths and shit to get to school. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. To school and back. Yeah, and back from school. Fuck, <laughs> it was the fight all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, guys, let's talk about video games that we've been playing this last week or so. Uh, so anyways, I've been playing a little bit of games this week. Well, I've been playing really like three main games, sort of. Uh... First game I kind of want to talk about real quickly is Battlefield 2042. Season 2 is now out, male. So if you bought... You no, know, one thing that I did find out with this is if you bought the gold edition of the game, which was like the... I want to say it was the $80 version, maybe $90 version. It was like the middle version, right? Because there was two versions of the game, I think, or three. It was the one that was above the low one. It was called the gold edition. That's all I know. Anyways, if you own this edition, you can get... The first four battle passes for free. So I believe they're going to release one battle pass every 12 weeks. You know, you add that up four weeks or whatever, four battle passes. That's like, what, 48 weeks, almost a year. So they include all the battle passes for the first year in this um, gold edition or whatever. So even though, remember how I was talking about how the last one, I didn't complete the battle pass mail. Remember I Mm -hmm. was telling you that, like, but if you did complete it, you get enough coins to buy the next battle pass. Like, they give you enough of the the battle points or whatever, the battle coins or whatever they're called. They give you enough of those to buy the next battle pass if you complete the battle pass. The problem is, last time I, I kind of fell off of the game and I ended up getting to, like, level 55 or 57 or something. But then I got I logged in the other day when the update came out, and sure enough... Um, the new battle pass was available for me. I said like, Hey, you got this unlocked. They give you my, they gave me my rewards for it. Like the initial four or five rewards you got 
And then it said like, okay, start playing and you can rank up your battle pass now. I was like, okay. So one thing about this battle pass, mail, um, this time around, I feel like the challenges are way easier for me. I like been completing all the challenges and I mean all of them. Like even, cause you know, remember I told you it was like a tiered challenge system where like you, you have to beat three out of the four challenges at first. Then you have to beat one out of the two of the next one or whatever, you know, like it's a tiered thing. And then it unlocks the ultimate challenge at the end, which is like a 10 point challenge or whatever, but you can do all the challenges. So I've been completing all of them. I'm level 37 or something in the battle pass now or 36 in the battle pass. And we're only in week two of the battle pass. So I'm fun. I've been playing battlefield quite a bit this last week, dude, like Sounds a lot. Like I've been going pretty hard on it. Uh, a few new weapons in the game. So they added the M16. They added the M60 as well into the game, into battlefield 2042 proper. These are guns from battlefield classic games or whatever. They brought them into the new Battlefield game. I love the you can actually, Yeah, you can actually Great unlock weapon. them and use them in Battlefield 2042. The only downside to these weapons, Mayo, is like, I don't feel like they're very well... I would say they're underpowered for what... Like, the damage that, like, a gun that, that 2042 has in it compared to the damage that these guns do is, like, night and day, man. I feel like when I hit people with the M16 or the M60, like, I'm doing no damage to them. Whereas when I'm using like a regular Battlefield 2042 gun, like I'm killing people pretty easy, you know? So I don't know if it's just something they need a tweak in the game or what. But the cool thing about the the guns, once you do unlock them in the game, uh, they come with all the attachments. So there's no linking them up. There's no like, oh, I got to grind to get a red dot sight and get a, 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 a laser sight and to get like a, a suppressor for the M16. It's like, no, you unlock it. Everything is available for it. All the attachments are there. You can use any of them whenever, um, which is kind of a neat thing because to unlock him, there's a challenge to him. I think for the M16, you got to get 100 kills with the uh, one of the assault rifles, and you got to get like 30 of the uh, – you have to get 30 kills with the grenade launcher thing, the underbarrel grenade launcher. You got to get 30 kills with that. Um, and then for the M60, you got like, like you got to get like 200 kills with the light machine gun and like 50 kills within like inside a smoke. Like, you got to throw a smoke grenade down, and you have to get, like, 50 kills or assists inside a smoke screen or whatever. Um, so there's that. Um, but, yeah, Battlefield 2042. I've been having a real good time with it, man. Like, uh, the new update, I feel like, really brought a lot of players back. But then I feel like since since the first initial week or so, the player count has quite dropped significantly. I mean, I do find matches that are... Sometimes full of bots, but a lot of times they're not. A lot of times, like, it'll start off with bots, but, like, quickly, like, it'll you'll see, like, new players come in or whatever. So I don't know if it's just because the the way they do the matchmaking or whatever. Maybe it's just, maybe they're just trying to get people into a match to get it started and then get people in. I don't know how they do it. Because sometimes I do join a game that's kind of like it already started or whatever. The match already began. It's kind of a quarter of the way through the match. Maybe it's near the middle of the match or the end of it. Um, but really really cool man and i'm excited to see what they do with season three because in season three they've already announced that they're going to bring back the class system mail so they're going to have like a dedicated medic class a dedicated engineer class a recon class and an assault class so they're bringing back the four classic battlefield classes into the game now i wonder how they're going to maybe they're going to lock the attack like a certain uh 
like maybe only the medic can drop the medical crates. Maybe only the engineer can use the 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 rocket launchers or whatever. I don't know how they're gonna do it, right? Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully they do hopefully it right. Like that, yeah. Yeah, I hope it's like uh, the classics. It'll be good because it'll be feel more balanced. It'll be less like a team can overrun you less because everyone has a rocket launcher. You know, that's the yeah. problem with this game. Like when I get in a helicopter or something, I'm a pretty good pilot, dude. But the game is really it makes it really hard to be like a really really good pilot because like once you start being really good as a pilot everyone on the map starts noticing you right like they all start noticing like this motherfucker keeps killing us in this fucking jet or whatever the next thing you know you got like 15 people with fucking rocket launchers or whatever you know and they're all targeting you like 15 people at the same fucking time you know so even (laughs) though you have flares and shit and you got like the little repair tool or whatever that repairs your helicopter in emergency situations like it it's impossible almost to get away from these rocket launchers there's too many of them you know um even when you're in a tank if you start doing really good in a tank everyone starts targeting you in the tank and next thing you know you're fucking dead because 50 fucking people shot rockets at you and you couldn't avoid them all you know jesus Um, isn't that what makes a game like you know a classic battlefield or what i think of even something a little more advanced, like Hell Let Loose. Like, you've got to be a tank engineer, not just an engineer, but a tank engineer, you know, to come in to repair the tank. I think it just, I don't know, it just adds that more, uh, just something different about it, you know, something more interesting. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? But I know what you mean. I I prefer the classic kind of classes. You know, I mean, the, uh, like I said, I think it'll be more balanced when they bring back the classes, and I think it'll bring back more players because more players yeah. will be willing to try yeah, it. I think you'll be right there. Um, the new map breakthrough. Uh, I don't know. Is it called breakthrough or? Because there's a new map. I think it's called breakthrough, which is like, it's pretty much like a boat, like a, one of those cargo ships, but it's like on a like on a beach kind of, and there's like an island maybe, and uh, it's like a little jungly area. There's like a little like open wreckage area or whatever. Kind of a cool map for Breakthrough, really. Not really good for Conquest, but for Breakthrough is actually really fun because uh, the checkpoints are kind of cool. The first one starts in the front of the boat, kind of like outside of it. But when you push them back, you go into the inside of the boat, and it makes it a little bit easier for the defenders to defend inside. Then you keep going back to another part of the boat. Then you go back to the outside of the boat and the back of the boat. And like it makes it for really intense gunfights in certain certain areas. And, uh, like, it really, I feel like it's a really thought out, well thought out map. Like, I see a lot of people using Bulldozer, the guy with the with the riot shield or whatever. This is kind of, like, real helpful in a situation where, you know, you're walking through these tight corridors inside a ship, and you got a guy with the fucking riot shield. You can't fucking kill him because he's standing, like, at the fucking hallway, you know? He's in the hallway. And you can't flank him because there's a tiny hallway. So you guys are trying to throw grenades at him and he's rushing at you with the riot shield, just fucking killing your whole team riot shield. It's a fucking blast. I had a fucking good time with it. And uh, yeah, I unlocked all the new weapons as well that they added into the game. They added a pretty cool sidearm, which is a machine gun kind of thing. It's like a submachine gun for your pistol. Uh, That's a cool gun. They added a new light machine gun, the Averis. That's a very cool gun. It's a very uh, powerful Light machine gun is very stable, very uh, easy to use. And they also added a new assault assault rifle, the M40. That's really a good assault rifle as well. And uh, they added something. I think those are the three main guns they added into the Battlefield 2042 proper. Um, 
new vehicle in the game is pretty cool as well. It's like a tank mayo. It shoots like a tank, kind of like a. It shoots like one of the uh, the transport vehicles. Like it's like not a not a tank cannon, but like a. It's a cannon though, but it's like on a fucking jeep. So you can fucking go really fast in this thing, dude. It's like a fucking. It's like a jeep quad thing or whatever, but it shoots like a fucking tank. And it also has a really cool ability, Mayo. This thing can drop a spawn beacon anywhere on the map. You can just drop it at will, and your entire team can spawn on it. Not just your squad, oh, nice. but the entire team. So, like, that, that vehicle makes for a really cool, like, uh, makes for a really good tactical thing to use when you're playing, like, a breakthrough match, you know, where you're trying to get closer to, the like, the objectives or whatever, and you're trying to have your team spawn closer to an objective, you just go drive that fucking thing over there, drop a spawn beacon there, and, uh, you know, people will be able to spawn on it. Now, the spawn beacon, like, you may think it's OP or it's kind of unfair. It might be if you drop it in a spot where the enemy can't see it. But, I mean, that thing is huge. Like, the spawn beacon is, like, the size of a fucking car, dude. Like, it's it's a big beacon, dude. Everyone can see it, really, when you drop it, you know? It's like... It's fucking huge, you know? It's like a big spawn beacon. It's big, dude, you know? It's not like the normal spawn beacons. Um, besides all that, uh, Battlefield 2042, been playing a lot of that. Like I said, I'm level 36 now in the Battle Pass. I've been really grinding through that thing quite a bit. Uh, I actually went back and played a little bit of Cult of the Lamb once again. Now I'm in the fourth dungeon. I got to beat it one more time to unlock the final boss. Uh, I think he's the final boss. Maybe there's somebody else besides him. Um, and, and yeah, so, like, my cult is pretty big male. It has, like, maybe 25 members in total. Uh, six, seven of them are dead. Maybe. A lot but of cult feed. There's a lot alive, though. There's a lot of them still alive. And uh, I actually just unlocked some pretty cool abilities last night. One of them was the uh, unlock the farmhouse level two. So the farmhouse level two... Let's your followers not just plant seeds and fertilizer for you on your plots of like on your farmland or whatever. It also allows them to pick up like they'll uh once once like the berry bushes grow or whatever, they'll harvest them as well. So you don't have to harvest it anymore. And like but that's it so go into your inventory? No, they put it they have they have like a little chest in front of the farmhouse. You just walk by it and you collect it whenever you need it. Um, so that's really well. It's like so much, so much time consuming to harvest all that fucking food that I just, I'm so thankful I found out about this thing. Mm-hmm. Also, I unlocked the missionary, uh, there's a missionary, uh, little temple thing where you send people out on missionary missions and the missionary missions pretty much you select one follower and it'll give you a percentage of like how much of a percentage you're going to. They're going to succeed on getting the stuff that you're going to send them out to get and a chance of them dying. Uh, we, and you we can talked about, That's an early thing that we never talked about because there's so much stuff that we didn't talk about that you can unlock early. There's just so many things to this yeah. game. And uh, this uh, missionary thing lets you pick what resources you want them to get. So you can tell them to get wood. You can tell them to get berries. You can tell them to get flowers. You can tell them to get mushrooms. You can tell them to get gold. Or meat. Uh, so first guy I sent out, I got him to get wood. He came back pretty quickly, like within a day or two. And pretty much they'll just walk back to your like missionary little, like a little building thing or whatever. And you go talk to him and they'll give you whatever they found. And then the next guy, I sent him to go get meat, mayo. 
and he did. But then when he came back, he was like, oh, sorry, I failed. And he just died, like, right there. Like, he just oh. fell over. I'm <laughs> like, what the hell? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck? What the That's- fuck you mean? Like, like he came back, like, he looked fine. He was all waving at me and shit as I was walking by. <laughs> yeah, like that little to you know what happened? So when he went to Ohio, maybe somebody Camaro ran him over. You I don't know, know he, man. He should notice it. This guy, like, I walk up to him. He looked all happy and shit. Then he's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, my leader. I failed you or something. And then he's like, boom, died. I'm like, what the fuck? What the hell just happened, dude? Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I also unlocked the medical hut where you can re- you can heal people, like, right away. You just put him in there. You uh, tell you, you say, I want to heal this guy. You drop a few flowers on him or whatever, and it heals him up like right away. You don't have to wait for him to recover in bed rest. Uh, also unlocked, I pretty much, I think I unlocked all the, uh, all my commandments. So I have all like the food, the sustainability, the work ethic, the, the worshipness. Well, I unlocked all, like I got four of each one already. I don't know what the fuck I keep collecting stones for or whatever, like those commandment stones i don't know why i keep getting them but i do um so yeah there's um some abilities you can unlock through that that are pretty cool some rituals that are pretty neat uh one of the last ones for the for the collect the money one um is you can make one of your guys the tax man (laughs) you make you perform a ritual and the guy becomes a tax man and he pretty much puts on like a little monopoly hat you know like a little top hat thing and he runs around extorting everyone for money. So yeah. you don't have to... Okay. Yeah. That's funny, because early on, you have to bribe people with money to be happy. And he makes everyone pay up. Like, everyone gives him gold, like, every so often. He just walks around harassing people for money. And then every so often, he'll walk up to you, and he'll be like, Hey, man, here's your money. And he'll just give all you give you all your money. I mean, that's fucking cool, dude. I don't know. You can go back to him and say, Here, here's a little gift offering, you know? Give, a, give the uh, round of money know, back to him. I don't know how... Uh, how long the tax man lasts. I think it's like a cooldown, like maybe two or three days that he runs around doing that. But I also unlocked the, the two demon thing. So you couldn't like, you know, you have your little demon summoning thing where you can make a guy into a demon and have him following you into a dungeon. Yeah. I unlocked one that has, you can unlock two demons. So you're going to have two people follow you into the dungeon. I also unlocked an altar for offerings. So I built like this like altar looking thing. And uh, pretty much every day when I wake up or when the game restarts, it's day shift or whatever, day daytime or morning, the fucking, there'll be like something there. Like people will leave me gold, they'll leave me food, they'll leave me resources, they'll leave me whatever, you know. Like every day I could go there, I could get something, you know, uh, because it's an offering that the people make to you or whatever. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm having a fucking blast with Cult of the Lamb. I really, 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 really like that game. Like... It is super well done. I want to. I feel like I want to unlock everything, and I feel like I want to restart the game once I beat it and play it on a harder difficulty. Because I'm not gonna lie, man. Last night, like I ran into like that dungeon and I did it, and it, it wasn't even like a like a. It wasn't even difficult, man. Like my weapons were so powerful by the end of the level that like I killed the boss with like seven hits. Like I just hit him seven times and he was dead, dude. Like. Like, every time I hit him, it would take, like, a quarter of his health away. Like, it was a big amount of health that would go down. And I feel like I killed him right away. Like, and even when I got to the end, I had, like, so I started the the, the dungeon with, like, six and a half hearts. 
And then I have a follower. I added a demon that gave me two more hearts. Damn. So I had like I had like eight fucking hearts, and by the time I got to the end, to like near the end, I had like maybe two hearts left. But then in that dungeon, like every every time I opened up a chest, there would be like a heart. So by the time I got to the boss, I had like five hearts again. Can I borrow so, your game? Because my game is not so generous to me. I mean, I, it, it was like I not even it. hard at all. I almost wonder like the game is almost meant to be a little bit easier in the dungeons. And more punishing. It seems like the micromanaging is where it seems more difficult. You know, like some of the stuff that you have to do when you're when you're in the town. You know, and, and keeping them happy. I think that's the part that changes in the difficulty. And maybe the dungeons stay kind of easy. I, I'm not really sure. I, I hear it's awfully easy by a lot of people all the time, though. But they say, yeah, but in baby mode. I'm having. I'm I'm crying over here. Yeah, I think there's just something you're missing on a gunny. I have I have not played it. A whole lot myself yet i know I, I purchased it um evan did you know he started playing it and he, he was actually playing it tonight before the show and uh he's getting pretty far into the game too as well jesus um i was watching him he was playing on the switch with the docto tv and he had a little mission where he had to kill a guy at night or like when nobody else was around and so he had to like kind of feed him some bad food and it was like a 75 percent chance of, of him dying or something like that and had like another chance of like just dropping items and he tried to like multiple times and multiple times it didn't work. The guy like just didn't die and he's just walking around and he said something like, it's kind of bad if they, uh, they die of old age, you know, they, they seem less yeah. happy if somebody dies of old age than they do if you sacrifice them or something like that. So I thought that was kind of interesting because it's kind of funny. It was a guy walking around, he had a little cane and stuff, you know, like he was walking around yeah. with a cane and, uh, it's funny because I, I remember I sent Leahy, you know, when because you, you can just name your followers anything you yeah. want. So I was just naming off everybody in Discord. <laughs> and it's like, there. I think it was Leahy or Ghost Nico, one of the two. And it's like, I was like, why does he have a cane? <laughs> it, was like, it was like fitting because Leahy has, you know, has a cane because he's got a knee or problem or whatever. I was like, I thought it was the funniest I, thing, uh, you know. It's like, no way. I, I unlocked one of those traits for my people in the, um, in the village thing or whatever. I don't like the trait where they have to respect their elders, so the more old people I have, the happier the people are. But I always have, like, three or four old people in my cult. Uh, Mayo has died, like, five times in the game, I think, from old age. Uh, Jesus, yeah, I, I have it... one person in the grave right now. you know who it is? Ooh. It's you. Oh, man. <laughs> I have six no. graves, Doug, but only one is filled because you I were, mean... like... That's probably yeah. better than dying five times, in all honesty. I mean, I mean but Mel, hey, that means I keep bringing you back, motherfucker. Yeah, it's nice of you. I, I keep res resurrecting you. The cool thing about resurrecting people, Gunny, is that when you bring them back, you don't lose their level, like their follower level. So Mayo is like literally one of the higher levels of my followers in the cult. He's like level, I want to say he's like level eight or nine. Brink is up there as well. He's like eight or nine as well. Because they're the two of the ones that I had from the beginning. And uh, Ryan would have been up there, but I had to sacrifice Ryan right away in the beginning of the game. Because he started running around talking shit about my cult. And I was like, I ain't about to have this, bro. You're going to die, Ryan. You're going to you, die. And you then think that's a I predetermined thing? Like, I think I had that yeah, happen it, it, right, it right away. Like, it picks it one is. of your followers right away yeah. and it's automatically to teach you about that aspect. Yeah, yeah, it is. So I killed him, taught him a lesson, and kept him dead for like five of Mayo's lifetimes. 
and then I brought him back. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure Jesus. I was telling you, I I unlocked that ability, or at least I thought I unlocked it, but I couldn't figure out how to resurrect a. Is it's Anybody. under the rituals. It's under the rituals. It takes like seventy-five or a hundred and something bones or something like that. Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't have someone. enough of the bones on that. Um, but yeah, I have like eight dead people in my graveyard right now, and I have like fourteen or fourteen or fifteen plots built out because people die randomly all the time. Like I'll be in the dungeon and it'll be like, this guy just died from old age. And I'm like, fuck. And then it'll be like, Mayo is scared of dead people. And Mayo's fucking puking everywhere and shit. <laughs> and making, he's making my fucking village disgusting because he's puking everywhere, which makes everybody else puke, which makes everybody sick. I'm like, fucking Mayo, damn Dude, it. You're not dude. supposed to eat the feces soup. Yeah, well, Just and also... Jesus told you to doesn't mean you have to do it. Listen, one time, one time Mayo came up to me. No, it was Iams. He made me make Mayo eat poop. It was like, hey man, that's very nice of Thanks, Hey man, I need you to make this guy eat poop. I don't like him or something. I was like, okay, I accept your quest. <laughs> and I gave <laughs> Mayo a bowl of poop, and he got sick or something. And I was like, oh fuck. And one time, I made like a bunch of bowls of poop because I thought I was making the grass food or whatever. Yeah, but it was yep. it was. A I don't food. You gotta watch out what you're doing, dude. And everyone got sick. Like like. All of a sudden, everyone was tweaking. I'm like, what the fuck happened? I'm like, what the hell did I just do? And I look, and there was bowls of poop everywhere, and these guys were all eating it. They were just eating it like dumbasses. It all the same. Yeah, you got to read the description. <laughs> the fucking idiots were all eating it. Like, what are you dumbasses? If you makes you sick, what are you doing? They're all eating it and shit. And next thing you know, fucking, they're all sick, and they're all dying. So I had to put, like, eight people on bed rest. I had to take forever to clean up all the puke everywhere. Oh, it was, it was yeah, like running a nursery over here. It, it, it did. Yeah, it was like a fucking daycare or something. Dude. Daycare, like, yeah, God, that's it. God damn, bro. Like, it, it was bad. But, uh, yeah, it, it was cool. Cool game. I really, really, really liked that game. Like, I, I think that they could do so much with that game and add more stuff to it. Uh, I just unlocked the guy on the boat. I don't know what he does or what he brings to the game. But he said, hey, man, come visit me in my boat. I'm on my boat over here. You you come to my boat. I'll give yeah, you some yacht. Maybe go for a ride. He's like, come, come to my boat. I'll give you a ride or something. I'm like, oh, okay. Watch out. It could so, be a creeper. We'll see what he what he has in the boat. Um, besides that, uh, besides those two games, what the fuck else did I play? Oh, uh, on my Xbox. I've been playing a lot of Bomber Crew. Now, remember I used to play this game back in the day, Gunny and Mayo? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know how or why, but Microsoft took away my copy of the game. Uh-oh. Is it not is it not like a Game Pass thing or something? You probably own it, right? Or I don't know if I owned it on Steam. Or where? No, because I don't own it on Steam. I remember, I remember you playing this on the Xbox because I remember... Uh... It was on the Xbox, yeah. But remember, like, so the other day I was like, you know what? I want to play that game again. And I went to my library, dude, and I searched Bomber Crew, and it wasn't in my library. But isn't it, it, a game it was pass gone. Game? No, it's not a Game Pass game. Maybe it so, was a Game Pass game. No. No, was dude, that even out at the time no. you were playing it? Game Pass wasn't out back then. Like I said, I own this fucking game. I know I owned it. I had I bought it for like 
15 bucks or something. I know I had bought that game. I know I bought it. I know I paid for okay, it. Okay, let me ask you something. Remember, you were probably game sharing with Omar. Is that possible? Or unless well, you still I was, are. I, I was game sharing, but I bought it under my account because I huh. bought it. I paid for it. You know, with, when you're game sharing, like that, I, I, I can't pay. I can't pay for it with his money or with his account when I'm game sharing. It would make me pay with my account. No, it doesn't show up in my history. Like, my game saves were there. So I had to rebuy the game for $25 now. It's not 15 bucks anymore. It went up 10 bucks. Damn, inflation, huh? And, but the game does come with the two ga- It comes with, like, all the DLCs. So it comes with, like, the U.S. Air Force DLC and the critical super, like, nighttime operation missions or whatever. It came with those two DLCs, but... Like, I, I was kind of pissed off, dude, because I had remember I had both bought the DLC, the U.S. Air Force DLC. I had bought that and paid for it, and I had also bought the original game. So it kind of pissed me off that the, the Microsoft, I don't know how they did it, but they made me pay twice for this game or whatever. And, and I wasn't very happy about that. I legit was like, this is some fucking bullshit. This is not even fucking cool, man. I should just go to Steam and buy it on Steam or whatever. But... You know what? I was like, I want something to play on my Xbox. It gives me a reason to turn it on or whatever. So I just bought it on there because I had like a $5 Microsoft credit on there for some reason. They, they probably felt bad. They're like, well, we stole his game. Maybe we should give him five bucks. They yeah. gave me a credit a long time ago, and I just got an email the other day saying, hey, you better use your credit before it runs out. But I don't even remember where I got it from as well. They know you're going to spend more money, so that's, right. that was the whole and, thing. Uh, that. The game was $25 for the for the full version it's not on sale at the moment and uh so i bought it and look man to even make sure that like i knew because i knew i fucking owned this game before right i even came to my pc mayo and i launched fucking steam i launched the windows store and i searched for it in the windows store and it was like no you don't own this game buy it right now mm-hmm. and now the only version of the game that exists on both microsoft xbox and the windows store the only version of the game that's on there is the game with the DLC. There's no like, oh, just buy Bomber Crew, the original game, just to, without the DLC. You can buy the original. No, like, it's like, no, you got to buy the whole package now. Like, it's all here, but you got to okay, buy it Okay, so they probably, it's probably one of those things they removed it, but you should. You were, why would why would I not have access to it, though, if I already owned the DLC for it as well? Yeah, right. It should be. The other thing you could have done is you probably well, should have checked your well, I guess you did check your library, right? I did. That was the first thing you checked? Well, fuck, no shit, Gunny. I wanted to play it, so I went to my library to download it, and it wasn't there. And yeah, I'm like, check, okay. Do you check the Windows Store under history or whatever, or purchased under everything, game? dude. Dude, if you buy a game, it's in your library regardless. It should be there. There's yeah. no reason I need to go search on the Microsoft Store. That's stupid. If, if you're telling me that that's what I have to do to find a fucking game that I bought, that's fucking stupid as shit. Well, you should It should show up in my library. It should be like ready to download. You could download this right now. It's no, but library. I guess what I mean is because now we have multiple hard drives. You know what I mean? And sometimes they don't all they don't quite all show up. It's not like the Xbox 360. It, it's all cloud based. What the fuck do you mean? It, it all it's all tied to my account regardless. Yeah, I was thinking specifically. Listen, four hundred other games are there. What happened to this fucking game? They're not. It's not there. I have games from the 360 on my account that I can still download and play. Why can't I fucking download this? 
it's probably like I can't think of another situation. So they probably at some point we probably missed it in some news article that they removed it, you know, and they said, Oh, yeah, they, you already downloaded it. You know, don't worry yeah, about it. like PT, yeah, you know? Yeah. They, they must've delisted it. it. It's just, it's kind of shady to me of the developer curve digital or whatever to do this. I mean, I don't know if they're the publisher, but I know they're the developer and it's kind of shady for, I mean, I'm not going to throw shade on them. I'm going to throw shade on fucking whoever the publisher is. They, fuck those guys, man. Like it is bullshit. If you're going to fucking delist a game and you know, somebody already owns it, Give them a fucking copy of the new version then. Especially if your customer owns both of the new games that you're releasing and he paid full price for both of them. I had already paid the $25 or $30 for both of these games. And now I have to pay another 25 bucks to play this? Like, yeah. that, that is kind of a bullshit thing, you know what I mean? I know both Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo, they all fucking do it. And it's fucking bullshit, man. Like, you guys... Got our money once. Let us keep our fucking library. And Nintendo's the worst about it because they don't let you migrate your library to new consoles. But fuck you, Microsoft. Like that is some bullshit, dude. They kind of yeah, I know. And 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 now I know, Jesus. Are you even gonna bother contacting customer service and yeah, saying, no, like, I, at least give you a twenty-five dollar credit, right? Like like what for, man? Like I'm gonna sit there for forty-five fucking minutes. Yeah, on a fucking is it worth your window. time? Exactly. Like like what the fuck for? Like no, you know like. I enjoy the game. I know I like it. I know I'll, you know, even if I bought it again, I'll really enjoy it. And, you know, just, that kind of just pissed me off. It kind of just rubbed me the wrong way that that my library isn't all there. Now it made me wonder, like, what other games have been delisted that I, maybe I want to play in the future? You know, what if five years from now I want to play Assassin's Creed 3 mail and I go back to my Xbox and it's not fucking there anymore because, right. oh, Ubisoft delisted this or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which they have, they have delisted games, right? Recently, and I know uh, Sony delists or whatever. So I don't know about help. I did just link you an article, um, some about games disappearing from your Microsoft Quick Library. Uh, and this no, thing was dated in like January this year, so maybe that's something like that will help. It has some steps you can take, but yeah, that's crazy that it just disappeared. Yeah, and then maybe you are missing more than what you know. No, this guy's talking about his, his hard drive got wiped. His games were still tied to his account, but he didn't want to re-download his games. That's what this, uh, this thing is. This is the port for him or whatever. Yeah, that could happen when your Xbox updates. It could right, be right. like wonky and it'll just delete everything off of it. Like, I could see that happening, but this wasn't that situation. This situation was, it wasn't even in my library at all. Like, I didn't, of course, I didn't have it installed. I was going to install it. That's the whole reason I went to go look for it. And it just wasn't available to me. And like I said, it made me wonder how many games have I purchased in the in the last 15 years with my Xbox account, right? How many games have I purchased that are no longer able for me to download? Because A, the publisher doesn't exist anymore. They went under. The game went under. They took it off the fucking store. And I just never, and didn't keep it in a hard drive. Like, what do they expect us to do, Gunny? We only have 300 gigs on these new Series S consoles. And you yeah. only have a thousand, you only have a thousand gigs on your Series X, and you actually, you know, have less than that. So, what do they expect us to like? They expect us to download every game we ever buy and keep them on a hard drive forever. Hard drives go bad eventually, right? That's so, true. how can they expect that? You know, like, I, yeah, I know everyone's response is, "Well, Jesus, how hard is it to just download your games and keep all of them?" Well, hey, man, I know people that do that, right? My brother does that. My brother has like. He has like 17 terabytes tied to his Xbox 
and he downloads all his fucking games. Literally, he has like like 500 games downloaded to his Xbox, so he can play at any time. Even though he only plays zombies, he has like 700 games on his Xbox downloaded. Exactly downloaded. I keep at least 400. On, but, on all, I have three hard drives. Well, the one within the S, and I have two externals. Like what? I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna plug seven fucking hard drives to my Xbox. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like my Xbox, but not that fucking. Get on much, the man. limit, Jesus. Get on the limit. Get those hard drives rolling. I ain't Get your doing plugs that out. Shit. I ain't gonna look like some fucking crackhead. You know, have 70 hard drives connected to my Xbox. Like I'm fucking mining crypto off the shit or something. You know, like. <laughs> No, dude. <laughs> it's just no, Gunny. All right. So it's just, get you some USBs, I guess, man. I guess this goes. To, it goes to tell sticks. people. It, this, this is just like a warning for everyone listening. Hey, man. I guess every so often, check your libraries and check what you're missing and what you may want to play in the future, and make sure it's still there. And if it's not, well, fuck. You're you're pretty much shit out of luck. Because I'm pretty sure that's what Microsoft is going to tell me, right? If I went to them and said, "Hey, man." I want to play this game, but I don't have it in my library. They're going to tell me, well, buy it, motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, well, I used to yeah, own both listed, of them. So what do you want us to do? They're going to be like, well, tough shit, bro. Like, who cares if you used to own it? It doesn't exist anymore. Buy Did you read copy. the EULA, Jesus? Did you read the EULA when you purchased that game 15 yeah. years ago? Yeah. Did you read the 70 fucking page contract in the... You know, when you want to play the game in two minutes, did you read the 70 page contract mail before you said, yes, I accept... You know, like, fuck no, I no one reads that shit, you know? So, like, I, I guess it's just like a warning to everyone out there. And then it kind of, it sucks, man. You know, because you think about, like, physical media, right? If you own a Nintendo, a Super Nintendo from fucking 1992 or 91 or 90 or whatever, and you want to play a motherfucking copy of Super Mario Brothers 2 mail, and you have a fucking cartridge, and you have the console, guess what? You just plug that motherfucker right, in, right. and you, you you put the cartridge in, and you launch it. You don't got to worry about a stupid fucking library being gone or none of that shit. You know, maybe the cartridge will be broken, but that's the worst that could happen. You go buy a new one, right? Like, it's kind of shitty that, that this situation is happening. And, and it makes you go and wonder, like, about the future, man. Like, we're, we just, like I said, that's why more and more I'm thinking in the future, we're not even going to own games. It's going to be all, like, Pass, pass games like hey sign up for the steam pass to get access to the steam library sign up for the game pass to get game pass sign up for the playstation yeah. to get the to get the playstation sign up for the nintendo pass i could guarantee you that nintendo's probably working on a nintendo pass there there is no doubt in my fucking mind that like maybe not next year maybe two years from now maybe five years from now but within the next next five to ten years we're gonna see a nintendo pass yeah, it's gonna happen. They're already sort of doing it with the Nintendo Online and like the like. Oh, you can play the sixty-four games. You can play the Super Nintendo games. You can play the the Nintendo Classic games on here. You can play the GameCube games on here. They're kind of doing it with that already, right? Like if you yeah. if you pay for online, you get access to this library of twenty Sega games or whatever. You they're and sort four of or doing five it. your friends, whatever it is. It's kind of like a they're, family plan. Yep. They're sort of doing it already. But they're gonna expand it, I think, and I think yeah. that it's gonna be a, even. You you think that a Nintendo, like a PlayStation and Xbox, have a success right now? Wait till Nintendo comes out with that shit, and they're like, "Hey, hey, you like Zelda, bitch? Hey, you like Zelda, motherfucker? Ask your question." And like, yeah, I like Zelda. 
Oh, you want to play the new Zelda gunny? Guess yeah. what? Guess what, motherfucker? Now you can only, only play it if you sign up for this pass. Wow. Uh, only, motherfucker. I can't Good luck. It no, no. Fuck you, There's bitch. No you paid me $300 to sign up for my pass. <laughs> and people will do it. People you will think, fucking do it. Nintendo charge that much? Can Nintendo traditionally does they could charge whatever. Yeah. They, they could raised charge their prices the what earlier this want. year to their to their whatever pass. They could charge seventy dollars a month and people would pay it. They would. They would. They would be like, oh, this is the greatest value I ever Our seen. Nintendo. <laughs> Game Pass is ten bucks a month. Fuck those guys. That's expensive. Oh, Nintendo is forty bucks a month. Oh, I'll do it. You know. Well, I don't know if we talked about it last week, Jesus, but. But now I guess there's a test pilot program in somewhere in Ireland with Xbox or with Microsoft's Game Pass where it's now the family plan. So is it Brazil and Ireland? I don't know. It's like two random countries. But it'll probably, the prediction is that it'll either be $19.99 or $24.99 a month for U.S. How, and How many people? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think they haven't said yet. So if, okay, so if they're calling it a family plan, what does that sound like to you? Four? To me. Four, four or five. Yeah, I'm going to say four. What do you say, man, when they talk about a family plan? Um, I'm going to say five. So if, okay, so if it is five, then they're, that's probably how they're going to get away with that twenty four ninety nine Or 30 bucks a month even. Ooh, that's is, a little steep, isn't well, it? Is it though? Is it? I pay 15 bucks a month so right now. What is now. that divided by five? That's like seven bucks a piece or something, dude. Yeah. Like, well, okay. So let me come back piece. to this, Jesus. Remember that message I sent you earlier? Because I still get piece. it on my iPhone, and that's with the, it's like the family friends thing with the uh, with Apple, right? So that's, I think it's four people. Uh, I I haven't pulled it. I don't have it pulled up, but it's basically, uh, what is it? Thirty bucks a month or whatever. But we all get the Apple Music. We all get Apple Arcade. We all get, you know, Apple TV, you know? So it looks like everybody's kind of going to more, definitely going with the more subscription base. Yeah. You know, rather than, you know, the, I think when we start seeing more games like you talked about, you know, I saw Jetpack Joyride come out, number two, and I was like, oh, sweet, number two's out. Awesome, man. That brings back a lot of memories when, you know, me and my son were playing that on, Shit, it was on the Google tablet, right? And, but now it's like, oh, only in Apple Arcade. You got to sign up, man. I was like, oh, crap. I don't want to sign up and have to pay the $4.99 every month. And then I'll forget about it. And the wife keep asking me to cancel it. So, you know, because we don't have Apple TV. Um, I only do like the monthly things, like when Star Trek comes out or something. But anyway, rant over. Yeah, subscription bases there. Plans there. I look forward to it. If they make it worth it, it might be worth it to sign up with friends. You know, like I'll sign up with you guys if it makes it, you know, where I can access my PC and my Xbox Game Pass. Because I already pay 15 bucks a month. Well, you're telling me I'll pay less money and have the same shit? Yeah. Well, fuck yeah, dude. Anyways, so Bomber Crew, I played that, man, and, and fuck, is that game hard? So I said I launched it, and you know how I own the DLC already, Gunny? Before you start questioning me if I really owned it. <laughs> I launched it, Just motherfucker. Phil called me. Uncle listen, Phil I, called me. listen I, I launched it, all right? And it said load game. And guess what? 
guess what? I had a fucking save file from 2019 or 2018 on there. And I was like, oh, you want to launch this campaign that you started four years ago? I'm like, yes. And I launched it. And uh, so, like, this campaign, it, it was on the U.S. Air Force DLC, which I don't know the difference because the other one is the RAF, which I think is the Royal Air Force or whatever from, from Britain. And um, oh, bless so... The queen. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, I, I launched the U.S. Air Force one because America, fuck yeah. So and then, so I loaded up and all my guys were high level. Like all my like my my gunners and my pilot and my navigator, and my radio guy, my engineer guy. They were all high level. Like I'm talking like level eight and nines, right? I go to the first mission, and dude, <laughs> it was a critical mission or whatever. Like one of the harder ones. I launched that motherfucker, dude. And and holy fuck, did we get wrecked? We got like, boy, dude, we got like my plane literally, literally, Gunny fell apart in the sky. Like they fucking poured. Like the engines were gone. All right, I'm, I'm flying on one engine. You know, I'm I'm like trying to like do things, and I send one of my guys to repair. Like the um, the electrical went out, so my radar goes down. I can't see the enemy planes coming at me. I'm getting shot out by all these fucking planes left and right. I I'm freaking the fuck out, right? I'm like, holy fuck, holy fuck, what do I do? And all of a sudden, I send my guy to the back of the plane, and I see, like, a little parachute icon pop up on, like, four of my guys. And I look back. I, like, zoom out on my thing. I, I look, And the back of my fucking plane is just gone, dude. Like the the whole back the whole back of the plane just fucking got blown off or something and it's like gone and, and the plane's like fucking nose diving mayo into the water. It's going full speed. I'm like, holy shit. And it crashed and like uh one of like two of my guys went missing. Four of them died or whatever. Like one guy survived. Like the pilot survived, I think. I was what does that like, mean? Then? Oh, like, if your game ends, does it like will those pilots carry over or something? Or yes, so stats every, or whatever is that how it works? Yes, so they were all level nines or whatever. So it said it said mission success, right? So you go back to the splash screen when you land, either when you land or when the mission is over, when you crash or or emergency, you can crash emergency land or whatever as well. Uh, but when that happens. It'll show all your stats, and it'll say mission fail or mission success, and that is your main objective on the mission. So it'll be like, hey, take recon photos of these of these enemies or whatever, or like you need to blow up this base or you need to blow up this boat or you need to whatever. We blew up the base that we had to go blow up. We took an intel photograph of like another base. We took like a photo flying by it, and then – we f we failed on the bringing the plane back home because it'll give you like a bonus if you're able to recover the plane. Like either if you emergency landed on on land, not on water, but if you landed on land, you'll get a recovery for it or whatever, and they'll repair it. And if you landed at your landing strip, then you get a recovery for it because you brought it back. But if you crash land, you'll get no recovery bonus for it because the plane is fucking wrecked. It's gone. Um, but then all your guys, when you crash land mayo, like you can, when you upgrade your guys, you can have them wear like life jackets or like armor 
or like on your boat, you can like add like a raft to the boat, like a level one raft, a level two raft, a level three raft. You can also add like a homing pigeon. It's like a little pigeon that'll like send out like looking for a rescue team or whatever. Like it'll it'll go like try to get a rescue team to come find your guys. So I had those things on my plane. That's why the pilot survived. But like all the other guys died. And what happens then is you have to replace all your guys. But they all usually get replaced with lower level guys. And these guys were all level nine. I had to replace them all with like level fives and level fours. And like it's a big hit, dude, because when the more you rank up a guy, the more abilities they have. So like say to you, like your pilot, if he's a level one pilot, he can really only take off and land and fly the plane. But if he's like a level five pilot, he can do like the uh he can do like an emergency dive. So like say you're flying high in the in the sky and your engine catches on fire, you can do an emergency dive and he'll dive he'll nose dive the plane towards the ground and it'll put out the fire on the engine. You know what I mean? Um that's if you you don't have a fire extinguisher tied to your engines or whatever. Um or like your gunners, you can have like the ability to focus and they'll fucking they'll focus on the enemies better. You can have the defensive ability where they'll just shoot randomly like into the sky and it'll keep the enemy planes from coming close to you and getting more damage done. And like your uh your engineer can have like a lean mechanic where he can um he can make the like the fuel of the plane last longer or he can boost the engines to make it go fast, you know, like a little bit faster. Um so there's different mechanics that the the different operators of each different station can have, you know what I mean, Mayo? Uh the navigator can like look up like once you like the nav I think once the navigator becomes like a level seven, if you're on a nighttime mission mail, instead of like being have this sometimes when when you're flying the plane there's low, medium and high, right? On the on like how high your plane is flying. If you usually you have to be flying on low for your navigator to be able to get your next waypoint to get back to base or whatever or to your objective. But if you're flying middle, if there's no clouds, it's fine because he can see. But if they like, if you're flying and there's a bunch of clouds or it's raining, he's not going to be able to navigate. He'll tell you like, "Hey, I, I can't see where we're going. Like, I, I don't know where we're going. I can't see." Like, like, and then even if you pull up your map, you cannot put a custom waypoint because you can't see where you're going either, right? Um, but if you fly high in the sky at nighttime, you can have him navigate by stars. So he'll be able to look at the sky and look at the stars and and be able to get you waypoints that way. Now, the downside to flying really high in the sky in this game is that when you go to high altitudes, Gunny and Mayo, you're, like, it's really cold up there. So if your guys are not wearing, like, thermal clothing or whatever, they start dying. Like, they start taking damage from the cold or whatever, right? Um, and that's kind of like on a timer. Like, it takes, like, maybe 30, 40 seconds for it to kick in. But you got to make that decision, right? Do I want to keep flying this high up in the sky to try to avoid the other fighters? Or like, because some fighters can't fly that high, but some will f follow you up there, but not all of them. And um, like I said, this game is kind of cool. It's really difficult, though, man. Like, I think, yeah, I mean, it's got a great strategy to it. That's awesome. It yeah, is. It's, 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 it's really neat. The downside to it, though, like, once you crash your plane, it kind of resets all the stuff on the plane. Like, it'll keep the same level armor you may have had on the plane. Not all the time, but sometimes it does. But it'll reset, like, your guns. Like, if like if you had, like, a level 3 gun, your, your gun is now a level 1 gun. If you had a level 3, like, electrical system, 
now you have a level one electrical system. If you had a level three radar system, now you have a level one radar system. Which the downside to all that shit is that all that stuff costs a lot of money to upgrade, you know? And like that plane that I lost when I loaded up my save, that plane was like fully equipped with like top of the line shit. And I go back to this hobo ass airplane, dude. And I was literally stuck in the game, Gunny, where the missions were both on like the hard missions. It was like very risk. Like every time I clicked on the mission, it said, this mission is super high risk, super high risk, like very risky. There's an ace pilot in this mission. You're going to die most likely. Good luck. But there was no easy missions left. So what I had to end up doing is I had to restart the campaign completely because I was like, I, I cannot continue this campaign. My Literally every mission that I would go on, Gunny, I just knew my guys were going to die. Like, I didn't even try to keep them alive. Die with honor. <laughs> it was just like, Mayo, you guys are going on a death suicide mission. Like, oh, we're going to go take a picture of a boat? Yeah, you're going to die taking a picture of that fucking <laughs> boat, bitch. Good luck. Good luck, buddy. You're all gonna die. And like, it came to the point where like these missions, like I wasn't even trying to keep my guys alive. You know, like, like one mission that had like six guys dying in the airplane. The only guy left alive was like the navigator, and I had him go fly the airplane because the pilot got shot. And like, he's flying the plane. And when you have no navigator, like you open up your map thing to like set a waypoint, you can't because there's no navigator on the seat. So the guy's just trying to fly the plane, and you're aimlessly flying through the air. My engines are all busted. My fuel my fuel tanks are leaking. I, I had him crash the plane. I was like, emergency land. And he landed in the ocean and died like like a fucking badass. You know, like, yeah. like yeah, a boss. He, yeah, he's he went down. Heart. He's getting a, yeah, he's getting a, he's getting a, <laughs> he's getting yeah. a good funeral, you know. Right. <laughs> His family knows that he died with honor. And then I looked at my fucking wall because there's like a wall of like, it'll show like your your dead pilots, your your previous pilots that died. And that fucking wall was full. Like there was like, there's like 50 walls that you can fill up. It's like a, like a, like, you know, like a bunch of walls you can fill up with names. And dude, I had like four of those fuckers filled up with names. Just left and right, people were fucking dying, dude. Oh, it was terrible, man. They were all test pilots. Yeah. These guys, these guys all died with honor. All right. They, they haven't accomplished yet. We can't seem to bomb that fucking airbase. We will keep trying, guys. We will keep, <laughs> we'll keep throwing guys at it. America, <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a kind of a neat concept how, how you people can kind of level up and keep going on where I, I thought it was more yeah. like a faster than light where it was just kind of individual runs and, and you just kind of reset you know that's the way a faster than light is if you just fail you yeah. fail and you just go back to the title screen and you start back over so that's kind of neat like it could be kind of yeah. something to like work forward or I guess you know, yeah and, and like it gives you like a like you said, once you start a new campaign, like you get these intel points on top of it. Like you get gold to upgrade your plane and upgrade your guys and buy them gear. But you also get like these intel points. And each mission will tell you like, okay, if you complete the objective, you get a thousand intel points. But if you do like a, like if you land the airplane back at base, you get an extra 200 intel points. And if you take a photo of like a recon photo somewhere, you get an extra 500 points. And these intel points, that's how you unlock your... uh like your gear and shit, Gunny. That's how you unlock like your next level turrets, your next level engine, your next level, you know, armor wings and, and fuselage or whatever. And like you could unlock some really good guns and really good things, but like like you gotta kinda have to pick and choose, right? Okay, so I only have five thousand gold from the last run. 
what do I want to upgrade? I can upgrade one gun or upgrade my electrical system and my oxygen system. What do I need? What do I think I need more right now? Do I think I need to upgrade my systems more or do I need to upgrade my guns more? It's kind of like a, you know, you got to kind of pick and choose. And you can also equip your guys out with like thermal stuff or you can have them like really armored up so they can take more like bullets or whatever. Or you can have it to where you equip them with survival stuff. So like you have them equipped with like life vest and like fucking like tactical survival shit. So like if you ever crash land or you have them because you can have the guys just bail out of the plane. And you say bail, they will all just start jumping from the fucking plane. Like even without a parachute gunny, they'll just fucking jump. All right. They're just like, yeah. oh, fuck it, man. Like, fuck it, bro. We're going to die anyways. We might as well just jump from the fucking plane, man. Let's do it. Fuck it. Uh, hmm. But you can equip you can equip your plane with, like, first aid kits, and those will revive your down teammates. Like, if you you can have another guy go and, like, pick up a first aid kit and revive a guy. There's a medical station in your, in your plane that you can have your guys heal up at if you ever get damaged. Uh, but that takes a little while to heal up. Um but there's also, like, you can equip your plane with parachutes, fire extinguishers. So if there's a fire in the plane, you can have a, a guy put it out. You can have, or you can just have a bunch of parachutes in the plane. So, like, you have enough parachutes for your guys to bail out. Now, the problem with the parachutes is, like, say you have them all in the back of the plane, Gunny. Your pilot may not make it to the back of the plane before getting shot and jumping out. So you got to kind of have to, like, strategically put at each station, what you want, right? Like, okay, I want the medical kit here because I know these guys get shot a lot, so they might go down more. I want the fire extinguisher here so it's easy to reach for this guy. I want the parachutes here. You know, you got to have to pick where you want it because you can put it in the front of the plane, in the back or the middle. It's not like a, it's a cool strategy game, man, and it's that's really that, well done. That's the whole pre-planning before takeoff? Yeah, and that's all before takeoff. And then you take off and you got to like, it, it's a, it's a really cool game, and I really, really enjoy that game. Like, I I kind of wish they made a sequel to it. Maybe uh, maybe not as hard, man. Like, But I think that's what kind of makes the game fun as well, right, man? Because kind of like FTL, right, where, like, you know you're going to fail. You're going to fail. No matter what, eventually you're going to fail, and you're going to lose planes, and you're going to have people die and people survive. But it's the grind, right? Like, like all right, like, I'm going to keep trying and get better and better and better. Maybe, and... maybe the second one, Jesus, maybe they should make something like, I'm, I'm not thinking Cult of the Lamb here, but I'm thinking more XCOM-ish, right? Where, hey, I can get this guy to level four, uh, and I can retire him, right? Well, that's so much retire, but where you... What Keep is it, him where aside. You, yeah, like, to the side, like, right? Maybe, so then, hey, nice you're just kind of there drinking coffee in, in the lounge. Yeah, yeah. It, you know what? I think that would be a cool mechanic to have, like, an A crew and a B crew. Yeah. And be like, all right, for the B crew, I'm going to send, on the easy missions, I'm going to send, like, the low-level guys. And for the hard missions, I'm going to send the top motherfuckers. You know, I'm going to send the elites. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to send the motherfucker. I'm going to send, what's his name? I'm going to send Tom Cruise in this motherfucking mission. Yeah. Right I just now. watched that yesterday. Uh, uh, I'm sending Tom good. Cruise on this mission, Gunny. He's going to fly his motherfucking plane. All right. Mach he's going to. Fuck yeah. Go. Uh, he's going, he's going Mach 10. We're going to fucking fly yeah. this fucking plane. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't think, uh, just do. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I fucking love Bomber Crew, man. Great fucking game, and 
Yeah, I really like it. I, I really fucking like it, man. And my plane, of course, has a big HTTP logo on it. Because you can actually upload custom images to the game to put on your fucking plane. I put a big-ass HTTP logo on my bomber. Nice. And then it and then, and then it got blown up, so then I had to make the HTTP two, you know, it's a sequel to the first one. <laughs> right. And, yeah. And this, this this one's still alive. Yeah, for, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> the first one blew up pretty miserably, though. It, it it was like an ugly looking yellow. Maybe that was the problem. It was too easily spotted in the sky because it was like a a bright ass yellow with like red <laughs> Jeez, wings. Maybe taxi, please. Yeah. <laughs> It was a fucking bright yellow, like a clown plane or something, man. It was just flying in the air with big ass, like a big ass yellow airplane flying in the air. Yeah, I don't see the enemy coming. It's the fucking big yeah. ass yellow looking People thing in the Already know we're clowns. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's all I've been playing this week, man. I said just a lot of Battlefield, a lot of Bomber Crew, a lot of Cult of the Lamb Mayo. I kind of want to go back. I've been watching Game of Thrones, and it kind of makes me want to go back and play some more Chivalry too. That game is like a, that's like the one game I keep in my in my uh, epic library mail that's just there, and I go into it and I always find matches and it's just fun, dude. It's just time, stupid. So fun. Jesus, I I recently watched that game, uh, for the first time I think since it launched. You know what it yeah. reminds me of? When I just when I just popped in like on a Twitch stream, it rem- the Chivalry Two reminds me of, it's the Barbarian Call of Duty. That's the first vibe I got. I was like, that's what this game is. It's cut, but it's fucking melee uh, weapon version is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's so much fun. Yep, I was like, that's what that looks like. It looks like freaking... And that game, like I said, I'm not really good at it, man, but there is moments, right, when once I get a few matches in and I kind of get the parrying down, and there is moments in that game, man, where I'm fighting, like, two or three guys at the same time with, like... And it's sword-to-sword... You know, like Game of Thrones, like motherfucking medieval knight fucking combat, you know? And there's times where I'm fighting like three or four guys, dude. And it feels like a fucking movie, man. Like, I'm just fucking kicking these dudes and like parrying and like, you know, like you're both swinging at the same time. So you're like swords meet and you know, you're like fucking like you hear like the, the fucking swords sliding against each other and, and you're fucking and you get the one up on the guy and you fucking cut off his arm. And you're like, yeah, bitch, I cut off your arm, motherfucker. You know, you're fucking stabbing him and his buddy comes up to you and his buddy comes up behind you and stabs you in the back and you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. And it's like a movie, man. It's like Braveheart, motherfucker. You're out there fighting your ass off, trying to hold the line. You know, you're holding off 10 guys and shit. Yeah, it's fucking epic I like, sometimes, I think dude. The favorite moments of just watching the game, I like the three-way circle jerks, right? Where it's just like maybe it's you and then it's your one of your teammates who, you know, you're... You're just in the same squad, and then it's like the enemy. It's just like this three-way, just fucking close-up battle. Uh, yeah, it was so hard it. to fight in or like if you get a teammate yeah. with you, yeah, and... just like that. Those are hard. Yeah, like I said, it's hard, but it's really satisfying when like it's me against like three guys, and I'm holding them off, you know, and I'm able to kill at least one or two of them. Sometimes I'm able to kill all of them because I'm just like I'm just in the mode, you know. I'm like I just am able to parry everything perfectly, and I'm able to chop one dude's arm off and the chop the other guy's head off and then the last dude is alive and he's like freaking the fuck out because i just killed his two buddies and he's like holy shit this guy is really good but it's just like a big psych out you know because i'm like no nah, i'm not really that good bro but you think i am now you're <laughs> fucked now you're fucked motherfucker you're like the taliban and i'm like a navy seal right now bitch you're gonna get fucked up and then i'm fucking him up gunny and then i fucking scare him and i kill him yeah that's the way to yeah. do it psych him out 
Second the fuck out, Gunny, all right? Anyways. I want to play some more. I want to play some more Mordhau, too. I kind of went back to the game not that long ago, man, and they've released a lot of updates for it. I just don't know if the Have player they? count is that high. It's like, I want to say the player count is maybe 1,000 players on average or whatever, maybe 800 at a time, but do you still find matches? But they got, like, the the Eastern Europe update or whatever, or the Eastern Asian update, where, like, they added, like, Mongolians to the game and shit. Like, like, like now you can fight as Mongolians or whatever the fuck. It's kind of crazy looking. Yeah, were uh, you saying they might release that on Game Pass or something? Did you? No. No, no, no. No, oh. more how, no. It's a PC-only game. It's on Steam. Yeah, I actually, I think I actually own it on, no, did I play the beta? I think I own that, Jesus. We We all played it. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah. Anyways, what have you guys been? What have you been playing, Gunny? Um, I've been playing a lot of Conan Exiles with uh, Leahy and Ghost Nico. So, all right. So first of all, I, uh, you know, Leahy, we were mentioning it in the Discord, and I was like, yeah, man, it's on Game Pass, right? And Ryan bought it, you know, at launch or whatever uh, when it first came out to Xbox, and so that was. <clears throat> But I never played it. I think I was so busy either at work or just playing other things. And so I recently downloaded it on the Xbox, right? And I was like, man, this thing looks dull. And, you know, the textures are dull. And I was like, ah. So, you know, and then he was talking about, you know, it's all cross-play. And, you know, we could probably play together. And I'm like, yeah, all right. So then I didn't even bother, I think, to uh, even... So I downloaded it on the PC Game Pass, right? And I was like, man, do I even want to try it on here? Is that the same version? So looking on Steam this week, uh, which is not on sale anymore, but I think it was like 12 bucks. I was like, hell yeah, let me pick that up. Add a piece of DLC while I'm at it. So there's quite a bit of DLC. Um, I think I bought like the, uh, the something like the castle, whatever, you know, because a lot of it's just like, most of the stuff is cosmetic, right? But then some things are, that are like, I guess they're more like shapes or whatever, you know, more like pieces you can use to, uh, you know, for, you know, for buildings and things like that. So, um, pick that up and yeah, Leahy's got a server or, you know, he's belongs to this group or clan or whatever. So it's been great. Um, I've, I've learned quite a bit to this game. And I think the one thing that's really got me hooked so far, uh, is just foraging stuff, man, and collecting and, um, just battling it out with, you know, a lot of these just, you know, NPC, you know, creatures and, you know, unlocking more shit. So yeah, it's, it's good. I've been, I've been enjoying it quite a bit. So, uh, I know Leigh, he's, he's got like over a thousand hours into it. He's more in that later game, you know, more of the end game stuff. So he's like a sorcery guy and he's throwing out, uh, you know, a lot of spells because that's part of like the update they did that, I don't know if I think it was earlier this summer. So he's like, yeah, watch this, man. And like, you know, he'll he'll throw out this spell. Right. And it's like this whole it covers the whole area. Everything is foggy. Right. For for a very wide circle. And then it's just like random zombies in there. So what that is, is right. If as long as you're in the clan, they're not going to kill you. Right. But anybody in that area. So it could even be like they have NPC bases. Right. So then. Yeah, I could just hear him over there screaming, you know, like, oh, like, yeah, there's zombies everywhere, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So, but yeah, I'm such in a early state right now, just trying to figure out the crafting and the benches and, 
uh, yeah, armor and crap like that. But so far, man, I think the game looks great running on Steam. Uh, I only had one issue, and that was when I fired it up on Steam, I was like, hey, man, like Leahy, I was telling him that it's like the mouse is not lining up correctly with the things that I need to click on. He's like, ah, just use the controller. That's what I use, you know, because it's so much easier. Uh, I would agree with that for most things, like with the combat, I guess, right? So, you know, you can quickly press, you know, LB on Xbox controller and, you know, bring up the wheel to change your weapon to, you know, something else that you would need, right? Whether you're healing or, um, you know, another mechanic. So I was like, yeah, that works out. But then I researched it, uh, quickly came across the thing that said it's, you know, uh, windowed full screen mail that fixed the problem. Hmm. I say so, maybe it's yeah. something with your resolution settings. I've I've had games before where I've messed around with my resolution and it actually kind of throws it off for a minute, and then the mouse doesn't match up where you're. That's what to it was. I noticed that because I thought, wait, what the hell? I couldn't change it to. Uh, what the hell was it? It was something like, you know, the 1440p or I don't know, the 2560. It was like this weird resolution, but it wasn't terrible, right? But when I was finally able to change that to the correct resolution, you know, to the the 2560, whatever it is, I was like, oh, this thing worked perfectly fine. So, yeah, yeah, I just, and I think you always want to do window full screen, especially if you're hitting like the, like a Windows key on the uh, keyboard, right? If you want to go back into Discord or whatever else you're doing. So where before I was not able to do that. So, you know, because I'm still a PC noob. And I was like, okay, that's, I'm keeping it right there. It's perfect. Gunny had a PC before I had a PC, and he's still a PC noob. <laughs> right. I'm still a noob, right? Hey, I play games on Xbox, all right? I'm a I'm a console hobo. So he's that he's, um, that, he's that older guy that you have to te- teach technology to, Jesus. You know, like all yeah. the time. Uh-huh. How do you connect to the Wi-Fi? So so there are the messages Wi-Fi. of the day that that Leahy puts up, right? Uh, I think because he's you know he's the admin on the server. So you know what today's message was. Uh, for I think Leahy put it up earlier before he logged off, and it was for me and Ghost Nico, and he's like, "Stop being freaking like you know the uh, boomers, you know, or something like that." I was cracking up because I was like, "Yeah, he, that was for me, wasn't it?" Yes, I get it. Um, but uh, yeah, so if you're you're into games like you know Rust and Ark Survival Evolved and little a little bit of Elder Scrolls in there, not not much, but. You know, as far as, like, all the little crafting tables and alchemy tables and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, then this game's right up there for you, man. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'm going to continue. to. I'll probably play it all week now as soon as I get home. I'm going to be out there just foraging, man, grabbing stuff and crafting. Yeah, man, like, that's, with me, with Cold to the Lamb, that's how it was for, like, that first week, a couple weeks ago, man. I was going to work, man. I was coming home and playing that shit for hours, dude. Yeah, hours. I know. Like, I know you were in the I, chat the other day. We were playing. You're just like, huh, man. I'm like deep into this game. You know, like yeah. yeah. And like, at first I was playing with mouse and keyboard, and I didn't realize I had controller support. And controller is so much easier and better. It's just way better on controller, man. Like it's it's a controller game for sure. And it even tells you when you launch the game, like, hey, uh, make sure you play this with the controller. We recommend a controller. Like, yeah, you can play with mouse and keyboard, but like the movement inside a dungeon is is hard to move diagonally when you're on a mouse and a keyboard, you know what I mean? So you're trying to dodge the guys, you're trying to move diagonal. It's kind of difficult, you know, with the Wazdy or whatever, but um, 
you're still playable because I did the whole like first day I played it with just mouse and keyboard and it was fine. But playing with a controller, it's really good. Like that game is really good, man. Like I, I want more. I'm a like. I think I'm just trying to drag it along and not beat it because I know it's gonna come to an end if I beat it. Like, like, like I don't want to beat it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like I don't want it to end, man. It's like cyberpunk for me. I did not want it to end, dude. Like I was ready for to see the ending. I'm like I'm here. I'm ready to see this, but I don't want it to end. I think you know, Jesus. So you'll just have to go up a higher level, unless you're I already think, playing on expert. No, I'm playing on normal, but I think I should play it on the next level up or whatever. Um, yeah. Speaking of cyberpunk, I want to go back to that game. They just got all that new DLC. I just happened to yeah. see that. Uh, I opened up was... Steam, Steam today, and it showed like uh, like that animated. Kind of showed like a, a trailer with the game and then the animated because there's an animated version coming to Netflix, and yeah. uh, it kind of showed the two like side by side. And it was kind of neat looking. It kind of made me want to jump back into it, like watching that trailer. Oh, I I knew they could do a show about Cyberpunk, and I'm glad they are. Like it's like that, animated I, though, but it looks interesting. And I'm glad I'm glad it's animated because I feel like if they went for like a show for Cyberpunk, like a real life action one. I feel it would be a lot like Altered Carbon or whatever. Yeah, that was a good show. The problem, the problem with the live action show with me and like a something like Cyberpunk is that uh, if the if the actors are not good enough, or like say the actors don't want to come back and redo the show or keep doing it, like it it sucks. Like Altered Carbon, dude, first two seasons or whatever were fucking amazing, right? Amazing, dude. I fucking loved it. I didn't and know then they when the past season too. And when the first, when the, or maybe it was past the first season, when the, when the, the new season came out, I think it was season two came out, maybe the, the guy who was the main character, Gunny, like the main dude, the, the big white dude, I forget his name. He, uh, he wasn't him anymore. It was like this new Asian guy they hired or whatever. Like, cause, cause the guy didn't, he was doing like a movie or something and he didn't have time to like shoot the show and the movie at the same time yeah. or whatever so he didn't take the show contract he he wanted him he wanted more money and they just didn't want to pay him so they said fuck you we'll wasn't he also doing guy. another sci-fi at the same time well yeah but they said we don't want to pay you and we don't want to we don't need you we'll just replace you with somebody else and they did and the new guy the new takashi guy was fucking trash i was like New guy, fucking. It was like this yeah. black dude. I think he wasn't. He wasn't good at all. I was like, this. This show sucks now. Well, anytime like, they change somebody, you know. The, the, the first guy did such a good job. I wanted to see more of him. I'm like, what the fuck is this new black dude or whatever? Because the, the story was like, oh, they changed his body or whatever because he like switched out his stack to a new body or whatever. And I'm like, I get that. In the in terms of the show, it makes fucking sense. But the guy you chose is fucking stupid, and he doesn't like do a good job playing that dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, that could really change your vibe on on a show if you really don't like the lead. So uh, I, I'm glad that Cyberpunk is animated because with animated shows, also male, you can do a lot of cool shit, and with the way less budget. You know what I mean? Because think about how yeah. much like all that CGI would cost to like in a real life action show for like a Cyberpunk show. Think about how much the CGI would cost to like have people with like the sword hands and like the fucking all the fucking tech, you know, that they have like the vision upgrades and the fucking all this shit, you know, like the AIs and all that shit. Like that would cost a lot of money to make all that and all the props and all that shit. 
yep. just keep it animated and and if you can still do a good animated show man there's really good animated shows on netflix and some of my favorites are uh like love death and robots or whatever like that shit's really good um i fucking love that show uh and there's a few other ones on there that i like that are animated that are really batman. well done batman um but hey guys real real quick because uh time is running out for me here um the only other game i i played was an older game jesus yakuza zero so as we know these games i think they came out shit well that one came out originally in what the hell was it was it 2015 i don't even know when it came out but the 2018 it came out on xbox i don't know when it came to game pass but you can play a lot of those yakuza games now on xbox via pc and console um but available everywhere so and i didn't know where this is like my second time i've i've played this game already but again it's been like almost a full year but i really like the story jesus i think uh you know being a you know yakuza and just being at that you know that japanese mafia and the story's really really good uh i think it's just something different for me to play and i like the combat you know it's a lot of just mash the a button press the y button you know what i mean and just kick guys ass and i love the writing in here uh because a lot of it's just like oh go get the the thuggish men you know stuff like that it's like thuggish men what the hell this is the 80s man 1988 over here going to pay phones to save your game stuff like that it just brings back a lot of memories and yeah i'm really enjoying the story I know I was reading a little bit of it today. I'm like, oh, I need to stop because, you know, I don't want to even spoil it for myself. Even though, you know, it's like, you know, it's like this, it's like a prequel to some of the other games. So, um, but yeah, man, great game. Um, but uh, yeah, that's all for me, guys. And uh, just want to say peace out to all y'all and uh, have a good rest of the show. All right, Gunny. Gunny Chief all out. Right. I'm getting Chief everywhere. All right, we'll see Mostly. You, Later. Get this, get this loser out of here. Get him out Bye. of here. <laughs> Anyways, Mel, what have you been playing? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've been playing a little bit here and there. I, I've still been playing Spider-Man, uh, the remastered on PC. Uh, I think I'm about 70 to 75% done. Uh, I think the last time I looked, I was um, I fought the Sinister Six uh, the first time together. And then, like, you know, they kind of separate and you, like, fight... Uh, I think it was uh, like a was it like Shocker and maybe like Rhino together, and then it was like the other two together, you know, like Vulture or whatever. And so I think I got the achievements for fight beating those guys, and uh, just continuing to enjoy that game. And it really makes me Jesus want to buy a new graphics card and a new monitor, like like to play that game in ultra wide. I think it'd be kind of neat to see just swinging around the city and having the game with full ultra wide support would be kind of neat and then just higher you know it's higher frame rate we just you know I, I get decent frames i'm getting like 90 i think with max settings with ray tracing all the way on and stuff but um seeing these new gpu prices i keep kind of like getting tempted to want to go out and pick up like a 3090 ti but i don't know you're in the same boat i am you're like we both have decent graphics cards so it's like how much are we really jumping up for the money yeah. and then yeah, hey, just wait to the 4,000 series. And if we can find a 4,000 series, be the next question, you know, 
Well, okay. So I got some info about this. So recently, Best Buy had a great sale on the 3080 Ti's. They were they were down to like 800 bucks, man. Literally, like like 850 bucks or something. That's really cheap, considering the regular price for those things are like a thousand dollars or more. Um, so they were down to like 850 recently, and they were brand new on sale off for like 400 bucks off or something. And then, uh, Brink was telling me that that just today, Ethereum or a bunch of crypto markets announced that Ethereum will no longer be able to be mined within an update within the next month or so they're going to update it. So it's not, they're not going to be able to mine it with graphics cards anymore. So people are thinking that all these, you know, these crypto mining farms or whatever are going to dump all these cards, these 3080s and 3090s into the market that it's going to drop. It's going to really bring a lot of used cards into the market at a cheap price. You know, um, I'm hoping that's the case. Uh, NVIDIA just came out and talked about the 4000 series. They said they're ready to drop them and release them, mm-hmm. but they said to not expect like a huge supply of them. And they're going to continue making the, the 3080s and shit and selling those. And I just, I don't know, man. Like, Yeah, I see articles uh, though too uh, where NVIDIA said they secured, like, they paid so much money to secure so many components for the new series yeah. that they will be more available. So I, I don't know. You know, you hear, you hear everything um, online. I'm uh, I'm kind of gonna I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for a four thousand series because like, you know, I I think about my graphics card and my PC, man, and like it can still do a lot better than right. like ninety percent of PCs in the in the market. And that's kind of where I'm at. And yours too, man. Like easily, I want to say anyone out there that has anything higher than like a anything that's a two thousand series or newer, your PC outperforms eighty percent of the eighty percent of the PCs out there easily. And if you have a 3080 or whatever, 3090, then your PC is like in the top 5% of the market. Literally, it is. If you look at the stats of like, go to like, what website is that where like you can see the like how many people have like so many PCs I types Steam, or whatever? Steam does a thing like that where they'll they'll show like the results. Yeah. They do like a survey and they can check your uh, your components. Your, your, your hardware or whatever. And they a lot of people store. don't have like even 2080 supers. A lot of people are still using like literally like 1060s and 980s and shit people are still using those mail like really old amd cards and graph and nvidia cards and uh we'll see the new amd card it just got announced as well looks pretty cool uh i just don't know if i would want to go amd man i don't think i honestly would to be to be honest with you i just i know brink has done both he's done amd and nvidia but i honestly gonna tell you the truth Ever since he went from AMD to NVIDIA, he hasn't gone back to AMD. Yeah, and that's what I, I see and a I, lot. I think like, it shows. AMD was really popular for a minute when they had all these new Ryzen cards, or not Ryzen, but uh, whatever their series is more. I can't remember what they're called now, but they were really popular for a minute. The Radeon the cards. FX, yeah, the Yeah, the Radeon cards. Like, they had that new, when they launched them a while back, that last batch, you know, they were kind of like passing NVIDIA on a few things here and there. And NVIDIA came out with the new cards, you know, the, I think it was the 2000 series at the time. And it just seemed like they were both kind of like on even grounds in performance and where NVIDIA was always better. But it just seems like everybody kind of fell off AMD again already. You know, like you can, the cards don't seem as expensive, they're easier to yeah. get. And people don't really seem to be looking for them like they do 
the a- NVIDIA, NVIDIA cards. cards. Like when I go to my Micro Center, they always had A and B cards in, in the case and no NVIDIA stuff. Kind of like you could almost compare it like uh, um, an Xbox and a PlayStation. Like you can find some Xboxes in the wild and you just can't find a PlayStation like still. You know, it's kind of like kind of almost something like that where. Yeah, like. You know, not saying that. Like Xbox the NVIDIA, AMD, but, NVIDIA, NVIDIA fans are way better. Yeah. But it just seems like to me the NVIDIA is just way more reliable. That's what I've yeah. always gone. I've never had an AMD build. And, you know, that's just a matter of preference. I'm sure there's plenty of great AMD cards. and I like, like, my AMD processor is great. Like, I, you know, like, it's it's a, like, the CPU, I wouldn't mind going with AMD again, you know, just because they're cheaper than Intel. Yeah. Even though I got a buddy who works for Intel that might be able to give me a, a good discount on a, on a on a Intel chip, which I probably would do that. If I went with an Intel build, I would go to him for that. I would be like, bro. Oh, definitely. Go to Intel, give me one of your high-end chips, bro, and uh, give me a big discount on that motherfucker because he gets, like, a lot of money off of those things. Like, like one of the i9s, it'll cost him, like, way cheaper than retail, dude. Way cheaper, like hundreds and hundreds of bucks off. But yeah. Maybe I'll get lucky. Um, Maybe I'll get a job at Intel Jesus and I can hook you up. Yeah, right go, go work for Intel. <laughs> give me some free shit. Yeah, they said you they're know, literally five, and, five mile away, so. And, uh, you know... I was kind of interested to see what Intel has coming because they keep talking about they want to get into the graphics marketplace mm-hmm. and they, they're working on something and I want to know what they're working on. Like, like is this a partnership with the with the current manufacturer? Like, is this like a, okay, we're going to have our Intel-based cards, but they're running off of the AMD platform or they're running on NVIDIA's platform or is it just literally their own fucking thing, you know? And the problem with that is like, yeah, they might be good cards, but are developers going to support them as well as right. they do the main ones? You know what I mean? Because right. now you're asking, uh, now you're asking developers to like, hey man, now you got to develop for AMD, NVIDIA, and Intel, and you got to make sure this shit kind of works on everything now. And it's like the Xbox and X, you know, it's like the PS4, PS5, Xbox X, and Series consoles. You know, it's like. You you got old gen and new gen and like what do developers want to support? You know, some games are obviously being I feel like held back because of of the old gen systems. Now, I don't want games to be held back or whatever, like you know, have an Intel card and then you know, Mayo's over here telling me, Hey Jesus, you got this new Call of Duty, man. I'm getting like four hundred frames on my four thousand NVIDIA series card. And I'm over here like yeah, I picked up this stupid Intel graphics card, and it's fucking stupid as shit. It is giving me 60 FPS because it's locked in or something dumb. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't want that. You know? So we'll see what what they do with that shit. I mean, I hope it's good. I, I you know, more. It might be more competition, which might mean it will drop the price, drive yeah, the prices down with the other guys too. You know? I just we'll see, man. I. I you know, whatever. It's that's just PC gamer talk, yeah. you know. And I kind of wanted to get a, a new graphics card in, as well to uh, give my son my one I have here because his his computer yeah. is getting old, but he really needs like a new motherboard and CPU. So then it's kind of like I would probably just yank all the stuff out of my PC and then build all new. But it just just give like, him your feels PC. Like, feels like a lot of work. Well, then I got to buy a case and all that stuff again. Where we already have decent cases. You know, like yeah, he has a nice true. case. I have a nice case. You know, but like taking have the motherboard him, and everything out of there just sounds like work. 
have him sell his PC and just give him yours. I'd probably give it to my oldest son. That's probably what I would do. Like you, you give yours to my oldest son, and then I'll give this one to my youngest because he plays way more than my older older boy. You know, he does all that competitive Fortnite yeah. stuff and stuff. So it seemed like a more natural fit. But but I don't know. Like I said, maybe I'll change something up. I don't know. But what what um, else have you been playing? Um. I kind of got back into Apex a little bit. I know you and I played together that like a couple yeah. of rounds, and I and I had the the currency to pick up into two new characters, and uh, I didn't get, even use them yet. I have played uh, a few rounds. We we were playing the uh, arena mode when we had played, and you know a couple of times where I'd run into some situations, it was like, oh man, I didn't know how to handle it. Like where they kind of changed the character up or something like that, or. Or something like that. Like, okay, this guy's doing something and maybe this is something different here. But um, I did play with Cadillacs. We did play a couple rounds the one day. And uh, we did the Battle Royale mode. And we were having fun with it. We were kind of, we were, we were playing duos. And man, am I bad at that game? Like, again, like, I, when I played it a lot, I was getting better. But when you go back to the game, it just feels like it's so much more difficult. It, there really is like a learning curve, I think, as you play the game more often, you just keep getting better at it. So like going back to it, I was so bad. In the same way when I was playing with you, Jesus, when we were playing uh, arenas, it was such a hard time like trying to get kills and knocks early on. It was like, oh my gosh, it's been like forever, you know. So uh, I was playing a Cadillac the other day and we were kind of joking around saying that we had to get a kill before we could like quit. And I'm like, man, I have to go to work. He's like, oh, it looks like you're going to call off, <laughs> you know. And then we finally had a win where we got like we got like four kills or something like that total. I didn't, well, I think it was like two kills and two knocks or something like that. And we're like, phew, you know, barely made it in time. But, um, you know, the stuff I've been playing, a little bit, I just, just dabbled in Call to the Lamb. You know, I said I'm not, not very far into that game at all. Like I said, Evan's been playing it here, and I've kind of seen what he's been doing. But, um haven't haven't jumped into that uh the other thing i've been playing oh i went back to dead cells uh vader Hollick mentioned something in the discord about uh they've rebalanced that game a couple times and had some new dlc come out so uh jump back in that game and i i felt so lost like uh, i've been playing it the last couple of days and like there's so many new items i had i had everything unlocked before and now i have all this stuff that's unlocked or locked and I'm buying all these new items, and I'm like, oh, how does this work into the effect, you know, or the the overall aspect of things, and how is this going to work in there? And so as I'm unlocking new items, it's kind of brought some new life in the game for me. And, and kudos to them. That game is getting older now, and it, they just keep pumping out new content and new updates, and, you know, and they're always free. And they do have a couple of paid DLCs. They did have one a little while back, and I did not pick that one up, and, I, and I'm sure I will. It's just a matter of um, getting through some of this new content first and, and getting that all unlocked, and then I'll probably buy the paid DLC because there's all these new biomes. There's like a bank biome since I've last played that's new. Uh, so again, multiple new weapons and stuff, and still trying to beat the 2BC. So Vetterholic has gotten through the 2BC finally. He's in 3BC, and he says they kind of rebalanced the game and changed the difficulty a little bit, and so he says it's a little more possible now to get through it so hopefully in the next week or so i'll probably put some more time into that and get get through that game and see if i can get through 2bc into 3bc and keep going on from there but uh that game is just like my addiction it's just like it's 
my battlefield for you, Jesus. I just keep coming back to that game no matter what it seems like. It just they keep adding more things and they just keep making it better. And they just they even said too that like they're just now on like on their second part of the roadmap. Like they have a whole bunch of stuff planned for like the next couple of years. Like just continue to support this game, which is just crazy to me because you know how often do you have a developer support a game? It's probably already been what two years already. That game kind of game came out that. You know, they continue to support that game and just bring more and more stuff out. So, and it, and it's and it doesn't really, every time they add new weapons to the game, it doesn't really, like, it all blends so well. Like, it doesn't really make, like, the old stuff obsolete, and it doesn't make the new stuff too overbearing. Like, it just, it just blends really nice into it, and, like, you can just really mix it up and stuff. And So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much mainly what I've been playing, um, I want to get through Spider-Man. I want to kind of grind through that the rest of the week as well and play some uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. I had that downloaded to the Xbox through Game Pass, and I kind of want to fire that game up again and, and, and play through some of that because it looks, it looks kind of fun. Uh, watching Evan here play uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla kind of makes me want to play like that single-player, you know, story-driven kind of campaign open-world game, so... I may, I may jump in that Immortal Phoenix Rising. I can't remember. Did you ever play that, Jesus? No. No. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, it's a good game. I did see... It's kind of weird, Jesus. I happened to look at Game Pass today. So, I was talking to my son. And he was... He wanted to play NBA 2... Uh, not NBA 2K, but... Uh, yeah, NBA 2K. And it, he, he was like, oh, man, they took it off of Game Pass. I'm like, are you sure? I'm like, maybe they have the new one coming on Game Pass. Well, I looked and it wasn't on there. But when I was looking on my phone app, it shows like new, you know, like coming to Game Pass, Jesus. And mm. uh, it only shows up on my phone, but that metal Hellsinger game, that's kind of like Doom or like rock music that, that Ryan and I really enjoyed, says it's coming soon to Game Pass on 9.15. But it doesn't show anywhere on my PC. And I don't know if it shows it on the Xbox, but... It shows it on my phone. It's coming out in a couple of days. So I don't know if that game is even released or if that's like a day one thing or not, but it, it shows it like coming out 9-15. So I'm kind of stoked for that. That's something I'll definitely probably definitely play this week if it does come out because that, that was kind of a neat game. It was kind of like Doom with the, with the rock music. It had like the original music from a couple like real rock artist, you know, and so playing through that would be kind of a neat game too. I was enjoying the demo on that, so looking forward to that. That's that's pretty much it for me. Uh you know, I've been working a lot again this week. It's been kinda of crazy. This is my first day off in I think like two weeks. So it was nice getting to be able to uh, have Levin Evan let me record. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm glad. I am glad Evan let you use his PC. You right, know? I know, right. It's, I'm, I'm glad he let you use your his bedroom, you know, to record. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's only because he's in bed right now. He's got to work in the morning, so. But uh, that's pretty much it for me, Jesus. Uh, just you know, like I said, Spider Man and uh, a little bit of Apex here and there, and. Oh, Spider Man is so good. Brain has been playing God of War, man, and it kind of has me like thinking. I really want to play God of War again. Should I just buy it on the PC and play it? Oh, I wonder if I can Steam share that with you. Just saving you from having to buy it. 
Yeah, because that game is so good, dude. God of War. He was telling me about the giant snake, and he's going to go and, like, fight it. I'm like, I remember the giant snake. I remember fighting the big giant guy, like, the huge giant guy. Oh, that game is so good. I, I wish the new one was coming straight to PC, dude. Fuck. That would be on a day <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, good look man, at that. Sure. Yeah, it's coming this November on the PS5. Um... All right, well, let's get into some news. It's news yeah. time. Since we don't have any gunny over here. <laughs> news time. Call of Duty news, mail. Call of Duty. Modern Warfare 2, mail. Mm-hmm. The beta is kicking off this weekend. That is this weekend coming up. Starts Friday, September 16th. This will include the PS5, PS4 owners who have pre-ordered already this will run through the 17th uh with the beta opening up for everyone on playstation from september 18th through the 20th mail the next beta date will then proceed from september 22nd to the 26th remember you're getting early access to the open beta with your pre-order and you don't have to pay anything until the game ships in october so you can just pre-order, get a beta code, and then cancel your order, and then still get into the beta. But if you do not want to pre-order the game, do not worry, Mayo. You can still get access to the open beta on select days. Like I said, the first couple of days is for the pre-order people. Once it hits the 18th, it becomes open for everyone on the PlayStation. So if you are a PlayStation owner and you want to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, this is a way to play it. Uh, PlayStation is still the home of Call of Duty as of now. They still have the exclusive rights to the DLC first, and they have exclusive rights to open betas first and maps first. Uh, so and that's, I think that continues for the next four years or so, they said. So, uh, I mean, that contract was signed, what, like years ago, right? Remember they signed like a 10-year yeah. deal or something? Um, in other news, uh, so... On weekend two, September 22nd to the 23rd, early access becomes available for the Xbox and the PC as well as the PlayStation. This means that if you are an Xbox, PC, and or PlayStation pre-order member on the weekend number two, which is the 22nd, on the 22nd and the 23rd, if you have pre-ordered the game, you get early access mail. Once again, you can pre-order the game and not have to pay for it and get a beta for it. And one way to do that is probably through Amazon or through like, I don't know, Walmart or something, just, you know, you, you pre-order the game, right? You get a code. Then all it is is a code that you go to the, you go to the Activision website, you put it in and you get a early access. You can select what platform you want the early access on, right? And it'll ask you like, do you want the early access on the Xbox? Do you want it on the PlayStation? Do you want it on the PC? It'll ask you to link your account and then it'll give you access to it. Um, that's on the 22nd to the 23rd. Once it's the 24th of September, Mayo, if you don't want to go through the pre-ordering thing of canceling it and whatnot, you go on the 24th and you get access open on all platforms from the 24th to the 26th. Uh, so there you go. There you go, Mayo. Hmm. I think this, it, was it confirmed that this is coming to Game Pass this year? No. No, it was not. Okay. It is not was. coming to Game Pass. Uh, okay, so Xbox has come out and said, yes, once we acquire Activision, we will put everything on Game Pass. 
All right, so we're still, we're still waiting they, for all that. They're still stuff. waiting on the yeah. They're still waiting on the on the acquiring. People think that the acquiring won't happen till next year, maybe even the year after. So we still got a ways to go for that. So, you know yeah, what I mean? For those hoping and waiting, might as well just buy it. Don't right? yeah. Might as well just buy it at this point. I got a buddy who just who bought it on Xbox like months ago. He's like, yeah, I just pre-ordered it, man. He's like, I know I'm gonna play it, so I'm gonna just I just bought it. I'm like, I, I should just buy it on the PC because I know I'm gonna play. it. <laughs> like, like you know, you're gonna play it too, man. We'll just buy it. Just yeah, like, buy it. it seems like uh, the last one I really enjoyed the uh, the Modern Warfare one on PC. Oh fuck yeah! You know, everybody that was, was playing the... that. Now, especially on PC, like a lot of people started playing it that wasn't into it as much. I felt like like more your PC yeah. people, and I think this one will bring back a lot of PC players again. So I'll probably be definitely be jumping into it as well. So. Yep. In other news, Ubisoft came out today and said they're now increasing the price of all their AAA titles, Mayo. Starting with November's Skull and Bones release, according to this report, Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemot confirmed that big releases for current-gen consoles for the Xbox Series X, S, and the PS5, like other recent AAA releases, will be priced higher. He said, quote, Some of the games will come at the same price as the competition. The big AAA games will come at seventy dollars. Uh, apparently, this comes at no su- no surprise, as seventy dollars seems to be pretty much the new standard for most major titles. Uh, releases like Call of Duty Black Ops sold for seventy dollars at launch, as well as NBA Two K Twenty Twenty One. He also emphasized that not only some, that only some and not all of Ubisoft titles will have that seventy dollar price tag. Mail, he said, Assassin's Creed Mirage releasing next year in 2023 will only require you to pay $50. Hmm. So that that's not a AAA title apparently, right? Yeah. Because it's a AAA title. And the next news article we have, maybe we'll hit that more. I'm kind of confused in the whole Assassin's Creed thing right now. Like, I haven't really been following that close. But maybe uh, this next article on. will help. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Because Mirage, I thought, was next. But you said maybe it's not a... Maybe considered a AAA title? It's not a AAA title, Mel. So... With this being said, during the future of Assassin's Creed portion of the September 2022 Ubisoft Forward, four brand new Assassin's Creed games were revealed, Mayo. Four. Okay, four. (laughs) (laughs) Not one, not two, Mayo, four fucking games. All right, so there's two mobile games and two games coming to console and PC. Uh, Project Jade seems to be the game that's furthest along, given that it had a trailer featured actual in-game assets. This game is going to be set in China. Project Jade is going to release for mobile devices only. Um, <clears throat> so uh, who else? Who else? Uh, the other an- announced Assassin's Creed mobile game is likely not nearly as far as long in development as it is currently. Doesn't even have a name yet. It says Ubisoft is now making a brand new game mail in partnership with Netflix. This mobile title will launch exclusively on the Netflix app on your phone. Okay. That that is something else, right? Exclusive to the Netflix hmm. app on your phone. That that's weird to me. That that seems like is this how Netflix gets into games? You're gonna launch a gaming store are they gonna get removed by apple from the iphone because they got a game store on their shit oh can you imagine <laughs> oh, oh man. Be be mad. lawsuit all over again 
the two larger Assassin's Creed projects are currently codenamed Red and Hex. Both projects will be part of the Assassin's Creed Infinity with Project Red coming after Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is now scheduled to launch sometime in 2023, and then Project Hex is after that one. Project Red is an Assassin's Creed game set in feudal Japan mail, and will see you play as a shinobi that seemingly joined the ranks of Assassin's Brotherhood. Japan has been a long-requested setting for an Assassin's Creed game, and they said, quote, Project Red is our next premium flagship title and the future of our open world RPG games in Assassin's Creed. Uh, so he said it is being developed by Ubisoft Quebec, the studio behind Assassin's Creed Odyssey under the creative direction of Jonathan Dumont. Says uh, Ubisoft was a little bit more coy about Project Hex. Uh, the teacher for the game evokes a Blair Witch vibe and uh, it says seems to be teasing an Assassin's Creed game mail set during the witch trials in the Holy Roman Empire. Uh, they said they have our veteran team behind the Assassin's Creed Valhalla in Montreal, the birthplace of Assassin's Creed, who's been hard at working on that project. And that one is being led by creative director Clint Hawking. And they said it's going to be a very different type of Assassin's Creed game. So it's like they're creating an Assassin's Creed um, what you would call it, like a universe, right? Like yeah, they're kind of like, like it. we're now we're now we're bringing all these Assassin's Creed games. You guys wanted it, right? We could do it. We can make these different games in different settings with different styles, but they're all in the same universe of assassins. They're all assassin brotherhoods, you know. And that's kind of cool to me. I'm kind of excited to see what they do here. I'm really excited to see what they do with that Assassin's Creed uh, Japan. That that looks fucking cool to me. Uh. And it's kind of cool to see that they're they're bringing back like the they're coming, they're going to the Holy Roman Empire and doing the whole witch trial shit. And that's kind of cool. So we'll see what happens. I mean, that that's 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 big, man. It's hey, big. When when I hear like a Japanese version of Assassin's Creed, I think of Ghost of Tsushima. Like it just kind of pops in my mind. Like, and again, yeah. I've never even played it, but it kind of pops in my mind. It does, and then it doesn't, because Ghost of Tsushima is a samurai game, and in this one you're going to be a shinobi, which is more like a, I would say, a ninja, mm-hmm. right? So you'd be more sneaky and shit, yeah. more ninja-like. Like a typical Assassin's Creed well, game, you know? Like yeah. It's kind of, well, I don't know, but Hala Willie wasn't being sneaky. It's more, you know. Yeah, that one was more action. Yeah, I guess you're right. Who's those? But yeah. Um, also, Valhalla, they announced an announcement about Valhalla as well. They got a lot of Assassin's Creed news. <laughs> Valhalla will also be getting a final DLC towards the end of 2022. And they said this final bit of DLC will tie up the storyline for Valhalla Mail. So there you go. Hmm. It's a lot wow. of Assassin's Creed. Well, it's probably their, their most, I would say their most successful franchise besides like Rainbow Six? Yeah, right? probably. Cause, I mean, what it's else do they really have going for them? Right? We, we they have got not Rain- heard much from them in general. You know, like, you don't hear much about the Division. You don't hear much about Rainbow Six. or. Um, I mean, you know they're there, but, like, you don't really hear, like, new stuff about it, right? Right. Or or what was the uh, uh, the shooter? The, not Division, but the other one. The middle. It's, like, on the Xbox Game Pass right now. Um, Wildlands. 
you know, the ghost oh, yeah, okay. you know, like that yeah. as well. Like you just don't hear much yeah. about those games. They're there, you know they're kind of popular, but you don't it's like they're just like there, you know. Hmm. And other news Mayo and other I'm looking at all this news here. And other news, three four three industry head Bonnie Ross is leaving the studio. Oh my god, what's going on over at Microsoft? Mayo, what's going on over there? Bonnie Ross, who co found who co founded current Halo developer three four three industries and has now served as the studio head since 2007, is leaving 343 and Xbox. The news comes by way of Ross's Twitter account, which mentions that she wishes to stay with Halo until the upcoming winter update, but she is leaving the studio amid a family medical issue. Since the studio's founding in 2007 under Ross, 343 Industries has worked on several Halo games, including Halo 4, Halo the Master Chief Collection, Halo 5 Guardians, and Halo Infinite. This says here that the studio fully took over the Halo franchise following Bungie's departure from the brand after 2010's Halo Reach. Ross saw, oversaw the Halo franchise for Microsoft and Xbox ever since. She first joined Microsoft in 1994 and has worked on several projects, including studio manager, producer, general manager, and most recently, corporate vice president and studio head. Uh, since her 1997, she co-founded the Microsoft Women in Gaming community to help women in the industry network and support each other. Um, so, yeah. No, I mean, you know, you got to respect for, you know, it's not like it's a, a personal medical reason, like in the family or herself. And, yeah, you know, she's not just leaving because she's not happy there or something like that, or she's moving on to uh, some other company it looks like she's going to take care of some business at home. Yeah. And oh. other news, let's move on here to other news now. State of the play, state of play, not state of the play. <laughs> state of play from PlayStation Mail. Big news from PlayStation here. The the number one gaming console in the world. <laughs> With Tokyo Game Show just around the corner, it's almost time to celebrate the amazing creative contributions of the Japanese game development community mail. It is also perfect time to kick off another State of Play. State of Play returns tomorrow, Mayo, Tuesday, September 13, with a live broadcast at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern. You can watch it live on Twitch and YouTube says here, from tomorrow's show, we'll have some great updates from our amazing Japanese partners, along with a few surprises from developers all around the world. Expect about 20 minutes of reveals, Mayo, with new updates and fresh gameplay footage for not one, not four, not eight, Mayo, but ten games coming to the PS5, PS4, and PSVR2. See you tomorrow. This was straight from the PlayStation website at their PlayStation blog. So tomorrow, 3 p.m. What do you think they're going to show, Mail? I think that we're going to definitely see God of War. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited to see what they have with that PSVR2, man, because 
I'm not gonna lie, that thing looks sleek, dude. And I think that thing is gonna be awesome as fuck. I think you're gonna see maybe two two titles that are PSVR. See, that'd be kind of yeah. weak if they just show one, right? Yeah, this show one is like, what the fuck? You know, so I would say they show two PS2 or PSVR2 titles. Um, probably six PlayStation games. I'm not sure what they would be. And then the other two are just kind of, what would you, would you say it was like Vita or not? Not Vita. Well, they don't have Vita anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's not Vita. What would you say is the other one they're going to? Uh, PS4. PC as well, yeah. I think they said. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they could make a PC announcement. Maybe in there somewhere. Oh, massive uh, ultimate. Uh, what was that? The Last of Us coming to PC. Yeah. Oh, oh, because hey, that HBO show is launching pretty soon, Mayo. Yeah, and that'd be a good the way last to of... maybe get some sales. You know, like launching. Yeah, the Last show. of Us. Yeah, fuck yeah, that'd be super smart of them. And other news, and other news. Bioware is selling Mass Effect scented candles, Mayo. That's right. Mass Bioware Effect scented candles. Is now selling the Mass Effect Element Zero scented candle. It's a coconut soy wax candle. It just smells like orange wood and cedar wood. It is only available through the Bioware gear store, Mayo. That's right. If you're looking for a nice candle. Hey, man, fall time is coming. Mayo is candle season, bro. Oh, yeah. Get in, get in, <laughs> you know, it's what the kids do these days. Kids get, you know, they're like, it's candle season, man. Like, like trust me, man, watch. Your kids are going to be asking you for candles this fall. They're going to be like, Dad, I need candles. Everyone at school has candles. They have candles in their backpacks, on their desk, in their lockers. I need me a candle. Give me, give me all the candle. I need a candle subscription. And how, right. else, how else can you better equip them by sending them a Mass Effect candle, right? Element Zero candles, man, all right? All right. Get the, the hint of orange wood and cedar wood. Oh, yeah. Mmm. <laughs> and other news. And other news. There's been a lot of questions, Mayo, floating around about major gaming franchises following Microsoft's move to acquire Activision Blizzard earlier this year. Understandable. So, however, as we get closer to the deal closing, and as more eyes take a closer look at the deal in order to evaluate its impact on the industry as a whole, we have now statements from chiefs of both Xbox and PlayStation that give us a better idea of what to expect, or perhaps more accurately, one not to expect. First, last week, the Verge reported that Microsoft will keep Call of Duty on PlayStation for, quote, several more years after this existing deal, which is not a surprise considering a similar statement was made back in February. That article also stated that Phil Spencer wrote a, an email or a letter or like a, a Dear John letter to PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan to share his commitment and Xbox commitment to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation alongside the expected release of each new Activision Blizzard title to Xbox Game Pass on day one. But what does several more years actually really mean, Mayo? Well, in a report from GameIndustry.biz, we got to hear PlayStation's side of the story. More specifically, that Microsoft promised to keep Call of Duty on their platform for three years past the current agreement, Mayo. 
which Jim Ryan came out and said was, quote, quote, this is from Jim Ryan, all right? He was writing this as he, he was saying this as he was on the toilet reading the email from Phil Spencer, like, what the fuck is this bullshit? He said, quote, inadequate on so many levels, end quote, considering their nearly two-decade history Call of Duty has on PlayStation. So this uh, this is a developing story, of course. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, everyone was saying, right? Phil Spencer's being kind of vague here, right? He's saying, oh, yeah, we're going to keep it on several more years on PlayStation, guys. Don't worry, man. It's it's cool, you guys. We're we're all good. We're buddies, right? We're buddies, Jim. You know, they're smiling on camera next to each other in the interview, you know. And then as soon as the camera turns off, Phil Spencer walks off. Pushing down the stairs. Yeah, give me the fuck off of this bullshit-ass fucking interview. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, Jim. Suck on my nuts. I'm out of here. You know, and Jim is sitting there, like, crying. Like, oh, I told you he was an asshole. And Phil Spencer's just walking off, you know, burning out in his Corvette or whatever. Right, his leather jacket. Yeah, and his cool leather jacket. I think it would be more like a a Camaro, not a Corvette. Like, a Corvette's more like a sport car, you know. Like, Camaro's like muscle car, a good girl with that leather jacket. (laughs) Even though though it's like 115 degrees outside, he's wearing a hot-ass leather jacket. Right. (laughs) Because, you know, even if if it's 200 degrees outside, he's always wearing a cool jacket, you know. Yeah, that's right. Jumping in like a Charger Hellcat or something like that and peeling (laughs) out and taking out of there. Yeah, yeah. Well, love it. Well, Jim Ryan j- jumps in his Japanese little Toyota Camry. I would yeah. say a Tesla. I'd, I'd, I'd say he's like a Tesla kind of person. He, he would be getting one of the electric chargers that would just announce that everybody's hating on. It makes no noise as it pulls off. It makes fake noise. It makes noise now. It just it has a yeah. fake speaker in the back or something. True, true. Oh, shit. Um... I mean, what? is it possible that maybe just Xbox really hasn't known how they're going to handle it yet? And they're just saying, you know, well, we're going to do this for now, but they maybe you don't know, haven't gotten that far yet. You know, like there's probably a lot yeah. of stuff going on, you know, and the acquisition of all that stuff. I'm pretty sure I'm sure they've had discussions, but it probably is kind of left kind of open too. you know, they they could, you know, they don't want to like rush into the thing and say like right away, yeah. like, oh, we're taking this off of PlayStation. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of conversation and a lot of, you know, like we've said before, that's a lot of money, you know. Yeah, that could that's be a lot of money. Yeah. And, and how does that make them look? You know, so I'm sure they have to, like, contemplate. And some not that just stuff. that, and it, but the popularity of Call of Duty, like, think about the outrage. If they if they come out one day and say, hey, man, uh, yeah, look, Modern Warfare 4 is coming, man, okay? Modern Warfare 4 is coming. But it's coming to the Xbox and PC, and that's it. Fuck PlayStation. Think about the outrage of the PlayStation fans. Yeah. They're going to be fucking mad. You know, they're going to be like, "What? what is this bullshit? Like, what the fuck? I've been playing Call of Duty my whole life on PlayStation. Because, you know, that's going to be a fact in a few years from now. There's going to be gamers that have only ever gamed on a PlayStation. They started with the PS4 or whatever, you know? And they're going to be like, well, I've only ever played on PlayStation. I don't want to play on an Xbox controller. I don't want to play with your your stupid offset thumbsticks and shit. I don't want to play with your stupid. I want my haptic feedback, bitch. You guys don't have that on your stupid hobo Xbox controller, you know? Like, like it's going to be like that, right? So I I wonder, like, the outrage is going to be big if they really do come out one day and say, yeah, look, we really do plan on making this exclusive. Not right now, but eventually. Like, 
maybe if they get ahead of it and start like doing it now where they just start kind of throwing it out they're like yeah maybe we will be exclusive with it you know like maybe if they start kind of sowing like sowing the seeds now right like say hey look man like look mayo like it's not gonna happen tomorrow mayo but like you know what like like we're gonna break up man we're, we're not gonna be together in like four years like this is you know like like this is gonna end this relationship is gonna end playstation we're not gonna be hanging out with you guys anymore over there you know like fuck you like like what what's the response from playstation at that point do they all of a sudden say you know what fuck you then man hey destiny is only available on the playstation do they turn around and do that? You know, do they turn around and start pulling off shit, making things way more exclusive to their platform? I mean, how does all this turn out? Who knows? You know, it's kind of, to me, it seems like counterintuitive to what Microsoft has been doing for the last, oh, I don't know, five fucking years now where they want to put everything on everything, right? To all of a sudden come out and say, well, we want to put everything on everything, but we're going to buy something that's been on everything and take it away from certain people. You know, right. that, that's a big change, right? That's a big change from your narrative that you've been, the narrative that Phil Spencer has been painting this whole time where he's saying, hey, man, everyone's gamers. We want Game Pass on everything, you know? Everyone's a gamer. We want, you know, everyone's, you know, we want everyone to play Halo. We want everyone to play Gears of War. We want everyone to play microsoft flight simulator we want everyone to play all our exclusive games because we love the gamers all of a sudden say you know what we love all the gamers but fuck you call of duty bitches you're gonna play that shit on xbox motherfucker all right all right man you're gonna fucking come over here you won't play you won't play call of duty man guess what buy an xbox right or or get a pc which is still our software <laughs> you know? like what do they do there you know yeah, yeah, cool. it's just gonna be interesting. But I, I, you know, and then the legal aspect of things too. I think probably keeps me from saying too much too, because they, you know, they're part of the Sony's. I think what their their complaint was saying that, you know, Microsoft gave you a monopoly or they're taking all the games or or whatever or not saying. And, and Microsoft's been saying no, like no, no, we're gonna purchase it, but we're gonna leave it on the PlayStation for so long, you know, kind of thing. I know there's some legal issue behind that too, so. You know, maybe they're being careful as well as to, you know, how long they're going to keep it on PlayStation or or not, you know, or how they word it at least. Yeah, definitely. So we'll see what happens with all that. I mean, let's see here. What other news do we have? That's all I have for news. You see, uh, um, you mentioned the controller. It kind of popped in my mind. I saw an article today. It kind of popped up, but there's a new uh, Elite Series 2 controller, Core Edition, coming out. Well, yeah, so it doesn't come with, like, you know how, like, My Elite 2 has, like, the case and the thumbsticks and the paddles and all mm -hmm. that shit? Well, this one just comes with the controller and the paddles. It doesn't come with, like, the swappable thumbsticks. Now, I don't know if you can buy those. Like, like say if you're, like, able, like say you go on eBay and you buy, like, a set of thumbsticks and you swap them out, maybe. I don't, I'm not 100% sure on that part, but I know it's the core controller. So it's just the controller itself. Mm-hmm. With like a, with like a charging cable. Now it has all the features. I was assuming of the Elite Two standard the edition, the bottom or whatever it is that are different, right? It has all that, and I even think it may have the swappable thumbsticks. Like you can pull them off and shit, but it doesn't have the replacements for it. Like it doesn't but, come with anything but the controller. How often do you guys actually do that? Like the people that own the so, the Elite 
how often do people change those out or, or is it a lot of people just so, like buy them and just use what's on it no so like the the standard ones what i did to them is i swap mine out for like i have the taller one on my left thumb and i have the shorter one on my right thumb and that's kind of how it feels more comfortable in my hand that way for some reason you know i don't know if it's because the movement is on my left thumb is easier to move with a longer thumbstick and i need the quick twitchy moves with the right thumbstick or whatever you know what i mean mm-hmm. um I, I think that's why i have it set up that way now you know if you buy the core edition you're not going to be able to do that because it just comes with the two thumbsticks that are the same height you know um I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. Just yeah. I say I wonder if that would make it uh, open it up for like a third party, like to make some cheap analog sticks and getting some different ones that would work on it. If they don't, or if they don't do that already. Well, you can actually buy the thumbsticks on on Amazon right now for twenty dollars. So they do sell the, the thumbsticks. There is companies already making the thumbsticks, mail. Okay, yeah, so. And how much is this new Xbox controller going to be? Uh, so the the standard Elite one cost about $180. This one comes at $129.99. However, uh, you can change... Oh, it, does, it says here you can change out the components. So you can, you can change out the D-pad and stuff. Because that's one thing you can also do on this, right? You can, you can have like the little disc D-pad or you can have like a like the cross D-pad or whatever on it, and you can change the thumbsticks and shit. Mm-hmm. This says you can change the components on the controller, but you have to purchase the complete component pack. And that will come with the interchangeable thumbsticks, the paddle shapes, so the different paddle types, and the D-pad. Uh, the pack does include the carrying case as well, which it comes with the charging dock, which is the case. It's kind of the case that... I think that I can pull the charging dock out of the case, but I keep my case and shit just all together, you know, like it's easier to store that way. Uh, the charging dock and a USB-C cable, that will cost you another $60, which is the same price as just buying the regular. <laughs> it's the same price as buying the regular it's, Elite it's 2. It's a little more, isn't it? Well, I don't One, know. It's 130 and 60 be 190 I guess, right? Well, I guess that's what the regular... How much does the Elite 2 cost? Uh, 179 I just seen it in an article. All right, so it's a little bit more. Okay, I guess you're right. So, 10 bucks more. Uh, you can pre-order both right now. You can you can order the... Compo- it's called the Complete Component Pack and the Series S Core. You can pre-order those. Um, yeah. Does the... Now, I know the Elite, the Core, comes in... Uh, uh, I know it comes in white and black. So the white one has the white color and the white buttons and shit, but it has the black D-pad and the black grips, and it also comes in the black color as well. Um, I guess that's one thing. If you want a white one, right, you would have to buy the core and then buy the component pack. Um what's what's uh looking at the pictures on this article what's the little three white uh, little marks right beside the d-pad on the white one um so those little marks the i have them on mine as well you might okay, not you can't see, see it in the picture on the other one i just on the black one yeah on mine they're on there they're like it's very hard to see like right here you can whatever there's like right here these three little notches or whatever yeah. 
they're there those are um like uh, profile settings so you can like when you go into the elites the elite 2 software on the pc because you could download the app on the microsoft store uh you you can set profiles up so like i actually have a profile set for battlefield i have a i have a regular standard profile and i have like a i believe i have a call of duty profile on there as well that i made or i think i made an apex legends one one of the three or whatever but you can you can like you press that button on the top of that and you can switch between the three profiles whenever you want to gotcha so like that what I mean by profiles is I mean like you can reprogram the entire controller. Like you right. can have like you can have the right thumbstick be movement, the left thumbstick be what the right thumbstick does. You can have X be the B button. You can have A be the Y button. You can like switch all the buttons around or whatever. You know, it's it's pretty interchangeable like that. And also, it programs like your your uh, your trigger pull, your tension on your trigger pull or whatever. Like how fast the trigger reacts. And you can also program like your curve on your thumbsticks. You can program the, the how smooth or how fast the input detects on your thumbsticks. That's what I need because I can't aim. <laughs> yeah. Like you could playing Spider Man yeah, like, the other day, it reminded me I was using that dual that dual sense, you know. And there's a couple of times where you'd have like a little cursor and you'd have to like just kind of move the analog stick to to highlight over top of an item, like pick up like a walkie talkie and you'd play like a message. And I kept overshooting it. Like, it would, like, go too far. Like, it just was not, like, it was bad. I'm like, Jesus, this is bad. <laughs> it was it was interesting. Nice. I, I tried it, like, three times one time. Then one time there was, like, a quick time event or something like that. And it literally, like, I almost failed it because I couldn't get it to line up correctly. Like, I would overshoot it, then undershoot it, and then I'm like, oh, my gosh. I, I managed to get my way out of it. It was just so funny. Like, how bad I am in a controller when it comes to like smooth precise aim like i feel like it's all or nothing when i do use my analog sticks yeah don't worry you'll get there keep playing a mouse and keyboard you'll get there as well <laughs> and you'll <laughs> you'll be the same way any other news you got for us other jesus uh no news i mean other than that, that that's really it um yeah, no other big news in the, in the gaming world. I mean, it's just that. Big games are coming soon, man. Like I said, you know, it's now... Now we're getting into game season, right? Now it's hopefully we're going to yeah. get releases back to back to back here and get some cool titles coming. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, moving on, I don't know if uh got any update of the Council Corner or not. Um, just going by all the notes here, he has Thrillville and Double Kick Heroes on Xbox Gold. And then he had Xbox Game Pass as being Disney Dreamlight Valley. Have you played that yet, Jesus? Uh, I keep hearing about that stupid fucking game. I, I hear I hear Animal Crossing vibes. I, 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 I have think no of you, interest. Because I know you're like, you like that Animal Crossing. Look, that's why I like Cult of the Lamb. I like building my stupid little fucking village, right? But right. it's all demonic and shit, bro. How do I go from that to fucking... <laughs> Disney? <laughs> fairy princess shit on Disney, you know? Like, nah. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe I'll check it out, you know? Maybe it's something that I'll have my kid launch and play, and, and I'll watch her play it a little bit. We'll see, you know? Because my, yeah. my kid is into games, man, but, like, she's into, like, fucking Roblox and shit and Minecraft. She's so into Minecraft. 
You've been into Minecraft since she was like four years old, Mayo. Isn't that fucking crazy? She's been in that her whole life. Her whole life, she's She's known known Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is fucking, she's 11 years old. And her whole fucking life, she's known Minecraft. I'm like, that is fucking crazy to me. That that, that's like like a thing, you know, like she's never not known Minecraft. She's known that it's always there. Like, yeah. I, I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, that is that is nuts. And, like, and she's always talking about it. She's like, yeah, like I was building this out the other day. I was doing this. And I was trying to figure out how to do this thing. And like, she'll watch YouTube videos and shit on like how to do like, like different things in the game or whatever. And she'll like fucking try to do them herself, you know? It's just wild to me that like some kids out there, man, grew up with that stuff. You know, they just grew up with Minecraft and Man, imagine if we grew up with Minecraft, man. How games would be nowadays? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Fuck, imagine when she's, like, fucking older, dude. How games are going to be, like, in 20 years? Fuck. That's going to be wild. Shit's going to be super realistic or super cartoony. Right. Yeah, it's gonna be like completely one like one or the other, right? Like like I don't like I think we're gonna go one or the other direction. Like it's gonna either go one way or the other. Like I I don't know, man. I you know. We'll see. Yeah, interesting. Uh I guess moving on, Jesus. Uh on Gunny has on PlayStation Plus for September, uh Need for Speed Heat and Whatever this is, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus and Toem. I'm not really sure what that is on the notes there, but something I've never heard of, but could be a good game worth checking out if you have PlayStation Plus. So check it out. And then he has over in the Mighty Epic Score Jesus. I did see it pop up on our Discord, you know, and if you can't join us, our Discord over at HTP Discord. And. We have a channel in there that has a bot that will, you know, list the free games. You know, thanks to uh, to Braun over there at uh, this Xbox Life. He kind of had one on his server, and he kind of walked me through some of it. And we got it set up over here, and, it, and it's saying that uh, Realm Royale Reforged Epic Launch Bundle is, is free over in the Epic Store right now. So, I Realm, guess. Fucking Realm Royale. <laughs> Who wants I, to play that? I didn't, know that game, I didn't know that game was still around. Like, in all I honesty. Did, did I, I mean, let, let's look up the player account. I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. Realm Royale. Let's look it up real quick. We'll see what has going on here. In the past 24 hours, Mayo, it had 1,400 players. A few seconds ago, it had 582 players online. Hmm. That's on Steam. It could have more because of Epic. Or yeah, I don't know yeah. if it's, I don't know if it's cross. It should be crossplay between the two, but I don't know how they count those numbers. Yeah, you know? I'm not sure how it's tracked. If it's only on Steam or, or how that's tracked, but uh, that's pretty much all I have in the in the free game section or the subscription stuff. Uh, just moving on, Jesus, to community questions. We just have a couple. Uh, good old yeah. Brian Tulp Jr. He wants to know is. Uh, the corn song become the official state song for Ohio, and well, what the fuck is the corn song? I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe just make a playlist because of corn, but maybe there's a corn song. I don't know. It, evidently, it's not the official state song. But it's uh, the corn song. I'm gonna look it up now. It's corn. It's a TikTok song. 
Oh, there we go. That's why. I might, I might, I might have to play this in the end of the show. I don't know. Yeah, there we go. We'll let's, let's add it. Let's add it in the show. If we can. I'm gonna, I'm gonna add it to the show now. <laughs> like the corn song from TikTok Mayo. It may not be okay. the official state song of Ohio, but we can make it the official <laughs> HGP Mayo song. I don't know. <laughs> this is a TikTok song, a corn song. All right. Well, okay, we're gonna add it now. So this is something TikTok's Mayo that the kids are doing these oh, days. Oh yeah, so TikToks. Uh, <laughs> he also asked. Uh, he says, "What fall plans are you looking forward to?" Jesus, you got any fall well, plans? I don't know. I'm really looking forward towards Halloween this year. I'm looking forward to like just it's just the vibe of of the holidays coming through. You know, like holiday, like Halloween. You got that. You got Thanksgiving after that. You got you got Christmas after that, and then New Year. So it's like holiday seasons. You know, it's, it's all around. And I, I'm just looking forward to all that, man. It's a fucking vibe, and I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm really looking forward to Halloween. I'm looking forward to the rain. I'm looking forward to uh, fog, rain. I I don't know. I don't know about snow. Maybe yeah, a little bit no. of snow. No, no to the snow. You know, like snow is cool, man. But I don't want to like be sliding everywhere on the road and crashing and shit right. and killing myself. You know, you know, I'm not afraid of me crashing. I'm afraid of people crashing into me, man. Like that, you, you ever seen those fucking videos on like the news about like those pilots with like semi oh, yeah. trucks and shit? Oh yeah, like, dude, if a fucking semi truck hit me in my car, I'm fucking dead. I mean, there's no way I'm gonna survive a semi truck, dude. It's like a semi truck getting you in your Camaro. You'd be dead, man. All yeah, right, we're, we're putting the Camaro away. Well, yeah, we're yeah, not. You're not. You're not. You're not walking away from that Camaro, Bert, with all your limbs intact. You might lose a fucking arm in that accident. Okay, you're gonna. You're going to be walking around with armless mayo. <laughs> okay, we're going to have to put a oh, hook God. on your hand. You're going to have to put a hook on your hand. We're going to have to buy you that Xbox fucking special controller so you can play games. You're going to be all fucked up, mayo, okay? And you know, we can't have that, you know? So no. I don't want that I'll, shit. I'll put it away. Don't worry. We're not We're not going to drive that in the winter. You know, and like, people are like, well, you know, you know, and Brian Tobin is probably used to this shit because they probably get snow like every fucking year, all year long. Right. It's like Brink, dude. Brink drives a fucking FedEx truck in the snow with no chains on and shit. Like, he's like, yeah, man, it's a fucking blizzard today. It's negative 10 degrees outside, and uh, I got to go to work. I'm like, what, dude? Like, what the fuck? Who's del- who's delivering packages in this fucking weather, man? Like, negative yeah. 10 outside, you're fucking driving your FedEx truck around, <laughs> fucking delivering people's televisions and shit. Here's your television, bitch. Yeah. Put it on the fucking yeah. board, like on the snow. Just drop it in the snow. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I, may, I may have to, like, tip my delivery guys this winter. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, think yeah, about yeah, that now. Like, like, I'll order some from Amazon. That delivery guy will show up. I'll be like... <laughs> don't drop my... Don't leave my delivery out in the snow, man. <laughs> yeah, right? In Oregon, it's in the fucking rain. Don't leave it in the rain. Don't leave my fucking shit in the rain. <laughs> um... But yeah, it's just that's kind of what I'm looking forward to, you know. I'm looking forward to uh, all that stuff. What else comes in, you know, in, in the winter time for for a Latin man, for a Hispanic man, a Mexican man like myself. Being a Mexican, I look forward to the Mexican traditions of winter, and that is usually hot soups, mayo, and like coffee and bread usually in the evening, and or like tamales. I'm looking forward to those. A lot of tamales in the winter time, man. Like. Mexicans really eat a lot of tamales in the winter. It's like it's like a staple food, man. You ever had tamales, Mayo? Um, yeah. 
Yeah, like this, this is a staple in Mexican culture in the wintertime, man. Like New Year's and Christmas parties, man, you're usually going to find tamales. You're probably going to find some atole. Atole, atole is like a, how, what is atole? How, how do we fucking say that in English? It's, it's kind of like a, it's like a drink, but it's kind of like a thicker drink. Like, uh, but it's warm usually. Uh, it's flavored, like different flavor. You can have like a pineapple atole. You can have an apple one. You can have a, a cinnamon one. You can have a, it's different flavors or whatever, but it's like a drink, you know, that you drink. It's a very warm drink. You have it's to remind good. me, maybe some of these, uh, we got a few authentic Mexican restaurants around here. Maybe they can have something like that up to try it. Yeah, let's look it up. It's a, it's a cornmeal that is cooked and eaten as mush or that is drunk as a thin gruel. That's what it is. That's 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 the that's the, the fucking description I got on the internet when I looked it up. How do you say it in English? So there you go, mail. Hmm. But yeah, it, it's very good. Um, I'm also looking forward to just all that, man. Like you know, like the food and all that shit. Uh, what about yourself, man? What are you looking forward to this fall? Uh, well. It- at the end of this month here, I have like another vacation coming up, so I'm actually going to take a beach trip, uh, kind of out of season over to Myrtle Beach, uh, a little bit cheaper. Um, I'll have a have a resort for a week, so I'm going to go hang out in the Myrtle Beach, South Carolina area for a week. Um, and something that's going to be kind of neat is, is, personally, I feel like uh, having Evan here is the changing of the leaves, and he has never seen that, so maybe taking him out and seeing the different leaves, you know, like letting them see that fall color change, you know, down here in Southern Ohio or whatever, like that will take him down there and let him see that and get to experience that. And besides that, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. You know, after that, be getting ready for Thanksgiving and be working a lot again because work's going to pick yeah. up for Thanksgiving. Oh man, my work gets so busy in the fucking winter time, man. Like it's like nonstop fucking like, Shit yeah. just gets wild, dude. Like, it, it, I mean, yeah, obviously, right? I'm always working. I got a lot of overtime in my work, but like, even like in the wintertime, I think it's even worse. It's like, yeah, well, you just you're do, there long days. You, you're doing like I said, you're in like a bottling plant, right? So you're doing like the milk and stuff like that. Like where I'm at, we're shipping, yeah. we're shipping everything to the store, you know. So it's it's busy during you know Thanksgiving time and stuff like that. So we're always pretty busy during the holidays, you know, leading up till. After Christmas and after that, you know, it kind of slows down after Christmas time. But uh, I know Gunny as well. He gets kind of busy too. You know, he's always delivering all that alcohol. Oh, you need that well, yeah, alcohol yeah. for the holidays. Hey, man, people want to stay warm, right? They got to drink the alcohol. People, <laughs> yeah. people got to stay warm, man. Like, that's just one thing. But, why do you think is, Russians drink so much vodka, man? That's probably yeah, why. Because they, yeah. they got to stay warm, dude. The fuck else are you going to stay warm here? It's a cheap way to stay warm. You just drink a lot. You'll be warm. Well, there you go. You ever been really drunk at night and you go out like, and it's like everyone's wearing a jacket except you. You're like, it's not even that cold out here. And it's like fucking freezing. Right. But you don't feel it because you're just drunk and you're like, I don't, know, I don't feel shit. And then the next day you catch a cold or something because your fucking dumbass was out there and right. fucking 30 degree weather with, with the, when it's raining and 30 degrees outside and you're just walking around like it's a fucking summer or whatever. And then the next day you're like, fuck, got a cold. You're like all fucking hungover. You got a cold. You're like, oh man, what the fuck? Yeah. So yeah, man. See, it happens, man. Okay. It happens. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's pretty much it for me. I'm not a big fall fan. 
I, I always oh, joke. Come, I joke about on. fall. Cause I hate I hate winter with like a passion. So I always joke about fall as nothing but death and decay. All the leaves are dying and it's all gray and everything. It was alive and this from spring to summer is all dead now, you know. But joking aside, I mean fall, fall fall is a nice time of year though. I mean it, it is a nice time of year. Fuck, the weather is great. Fuck your flowers, motherfucker. I don't care about flowers, but I'd like to see some leaves on trees, you know? During the winter, Fuck it gets kind leaves. of depressing. We don't everything, need stupid leaves. Everything's gray like California, from what I hear, or brown. You know, so yeah. lose all that color that we have here. California has a lot of forests, okay? They got a lot of forests out there. Yeah. Maybe not Southern California, but yeah. Northern California, it's all forests. It's like I Oregon. Just, it's, it's, I've talked it's to a couple forests. of people. I've talked to a couple of people, like when Evan... You know, he's like, oh, I'm surprised how green it is here. You know, like because Evan, Evan, Evan lives more south. He yeah, lives like he's in, in south. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's in Southern California, where like Gunny is more like central. And if you the further you go up from Gunny, it's just forest. It is oh, like yeah. the redwoods are you. up there. You're more, you're more kind of like Ohio over there, right? Jesus, my yeah. Understanding. I mean, Oregon, Oregon really does have like if you come to Oregon, dude, you can literally go from like a desert to mountains. To like forest it's like every biome is in oregon literally like eastern oregon about four or five hours away from me is nothing but like fucking desert it is crazy how different it is from here like even if you go down south like even a bit it's desert dude like it's i'm talking like fucking dirt and shit it's like dirt and fucking desert is like what the fuck this is not oregon and it's so weird because to me oregon is like trees and shit right and rivers and waterfalls and and fucking lakes and shit and then you go to fucking like eastern oregon and it's like fucking dry barren fucking wasteland you know it looks like like what the fuck happened you know it's really weird but yeah like oregon is cool or come to oregon people come. just just don't don't mind the homeless guy asking you for your fucking money at, at every corner or whatever yeah if you go to portland that's where you'll find <laughs> and all the homeless camps don't don't mind looking at those. I mean, they're just everywhere. They're fucking everywhere. <laughs> Crazy. Um, just one last question we got from Normie Late. Uh, she wants to know if it's pumpkin or gingerbread Jesus. Um, I'm I'm with Gunny here. Gunny said banana bread. Yeah, banana bread's good. Dude, banana bread is bomb as fuck. Oh, so good. So good. I'm not, I personally, I'm not much of a pumpkin fan, so I'd have to say gingerbread. Um, I'm going to go, like, if I'm drinking a drink, I would prefer a pumpkin spice flavor drink. There's a big uh, pumpkin festival here in Ohio, um, in Circleville, Ohio, and it's coming up in October. Uh, oh, I'm going to yeah. take Evan down to it because he might just, Find it, find it kind of entertaining if he if he can wheel himself around. Um, it's a very it's small. A, it's a very small town, but they really things. knew. They really know how to do a big festival, and I guess it's pretty popular. It brings in people from all over the country. Um, but they have like these pumpkin contests, and they have like two thousand pound pumpkins and stuff that they show on display. And then they have like all these like street, you know, like a carnival come in, and they have like all this food that's pumpkin related. And they have a bunch of like fair food, but they have like a like a big pumpkin pie they make every year. It's like I want to say it's like uh, like twelve feet across or ten feet across pumpkin pie, 
that they have like on display and it's just kind of like crazy over done pumpkin stuff but like all these places have like these pumpkin pumpkin flavored twists on things and stuff and but there's a bunch of vendors that come in but it's it's a big so uh, i'm looking at the website now so last year mail last year the largest pumpkin was 1850 pounds and that was from there, right? Because I think I remember seeing something like that. Yeah. Also, also mayo. They had the world's largest pumpkin pie. Yeah. That was it like 10 feet across or something like that? No. 14 feet in diameter. Okay. 360 pounds of sugar. <laughs> That's a lot of sugar. Yes. 700, 795 pounds of pumpkin. 60 pounds of powdered milk, 60 dozen eggs, 75 gallons of water, 400 pounds of flour, 15 people to mix it, and it took 10 hours to bake. Can you, you imagine you fucking that up? I, I've, seen, I've seen it last year. They do this every year. Um, yeah. Can you imagine if they fucked that up, like the guy who's like the responsible guy to bake it, like put it in the oven. Uh, all you got to do is stand here and make sure this oven's at a certain he, temperature he, for the next he, he 10 burns, hours. He burns it. <laughs> he falls asleep and burns the shit. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, and, I mean, they, they traditionally put that out there every year. It's in like a like a storefront, and you can kind of see it. It's like in a, in a building. But, uh, yeah, I'll take him over there. Maybe I'll go on reconnaissance and bring you back a picture of Jesus. I'll show it to you. No, no, let me tell you something, Mayo. All right, this okay. is all right. This this place is not woke. Okay, I'm looking at photos right now of the last fifty. When well, we are in Ohio, miss, so it's probably a little less woke. Miss Miss Pumpkin Show Queens, Mayo. Mm-hmm. They're all white women, Mayo. What is this, Mayo? All white women. Not one colored woman on this photo. None of them. What's going on, Mayo? <laughs> I don't know. What is this mail? You guys are not woke over. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna say I'm gonna call the news and be like, this fucking festival is racist. Is it a MAGA event? What's going on over there, mail? I don't huh? know. What is Awful. this shit? Well, I'll go investigate. Okay. Right, I'm gonna go there and be like, first, what's up with this? First girl that won was Lucille Eyes back in 1933. There's a photo of her on here. There's a photo of all of them, but then. The most recent one, I believe it was in 2020, because they must have not done one last year or something. She won twice in a row in 2019 and 2020. Morgan Anderson. Okay. She okay. won. And, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's and, weird. Like, the first time I remember, I remember we went one time, everybody always talked about it in this area. And uh, so we went one time, and we were there, and they had, like, a parade at, like, midnight. It was so weird. What? Like, I like just like just firing up this parade and going through town at like midnight. And I'm like, what is going on here? Like, and it was like all the high schools, bands, and different stuff going on through the town and stuff. But it's a pretty big outfit. Like, they do. Does it say how many people it brings? I remember they, they talk about how many people it brings in. It's a lot. Uh, it doesn't say how many people it brings in, but it is the Circleville, Ohio Pumpkin Show. Yeah. And uh, let me look at let me, what is registration cost here. All right, Mel, you can be be a part of the baby judging, and you can be oh, a part there, of the parade. Okay. You can also have a float. 
you can have a you can join the big wheel race you know you and evan should join the big wheel race <laughs> <laughs> go out there and race some big wheels uh you can also be in the parade you can decorate windows you can be in the marching bands uh yeah yeah it's a few days long huh three four days yeah it's like a weekend i think yeah yeah, uh, uh, it's a lot of people there. So this looks like a lot of uh, a lot of things going on, male. Yeah, they do a, a lot, lot of things except except the colored woman winning Miss Pumpkin Queen or whatever the fuck it's called. Wow, male. Wow, not woke at all. Crazy, huh? This is this is 2022, male. What's going on here? Jeez. Anyways. Yeah. I'm looking at the photos. They got the baby parade, the parade of the bands, the civic parade, the pet parade, the Queen's parade, the Miss Pumpkin Show parade, the Little Miss Pumpkin Show parade. How many fucking parades can they do? They do they, I think they do a bunch. It's really crazy. <laughs> like seven parades in one weekend. Yeah, that, that's cool. It looks cool. Everything looks orange, very pumpkin. Pumpkin looking. So here it just nice. said, uh, it said the, it's on their Facebook page. I just have to click on a link and it said the pumpkin show is the greatest free show on earth, Jesus. It says hundreds oh. of thousands of pumpkin fans crowd the streets of downtown Circleville, Ohio each October just to, just <laughs> to do or anything about pumpkin. And it's a fan page. Yeah. But, yeah, the the self-declared pumpkin fans of the world. Right. They have a pumpkin pyramid. I've seen that many times. It's just like a display, and they just put pumpkins on it. You can buy them there. They have different ones you can buy. Do you see the carving ones? Yeah, I see all of them, yeah. Like the different carvings. I, and I have seen those. But those are kind of cool. Evan Evan should go out there and, and compete as for Miss Queen of the Pumpkins. And if they question him... All he has to do is say he identifies as a pumpkin queen. And <laughs> you cannot deny him an entry into the parade, Mayo. All right? He needs to win this. I need you to make this place woke. Here's, All right? here's some pumpkin spice donuts, Jesus. Oh. Here's they probably some, would be uh, pretty good. Pumpkin spice cappuccino. I'm just going through their Facebook pictures. I just... Yeah, yeah, there's that 1,800-pound pumpkin. It looks fun, man. It looks like a like a cool uh, cool thing. Yeah, it's a neat little setting. All the little shops are open in there. It's like a bunch of vendors come in, and like I said, and there's food everywhere. And So, yeah. I'll take him over to that and let him see that. Nice. That's it, Jesus. What else? No more community questions. That's all we have. That's, that's it. That's it. Well, Jesus, you can find me over over on Discord. Uh, Xbox app on the PC. You know, that's the Mayo. Um, on Steam is the Mayo. It's still playing <laughs> Spider-Man. Uh, Mayo on, on on Origin as well. Like I said, probably get back to some Apex. I'm gonna play some Apex tomorrow with Cadillacs. Uh, I know he's off tomorrow, so before I go into work. So uh, yeah, find me okay. pretty much anywhere. If you if you're free, Jesus, jump on tomorrow afternoon. I'm not sure what your work schedule is like, but 
get some get some apex in. But uh, continue continue to play Spider Man. I want to get that beat so I can start. You know that immortal immortal Phoenix Rising. What about you, Jesus? Uh, find me on everything that Jesus walks a lot. I'll be playing some more Battlefield for sure this week, and you know for foreseeable future here. Um, I'll be playing some more Cult of the Lamb here and some more Bomber Crew on the Xbox. Any um, any uh, Call of Duty? Well, well, actually, you know what? I I should pre-order and get on the PC on the twenty or whatever the fuck it is. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be playing the beta, but that's in the next couple weeks, so we'll probably do a show before then. Um, I look forward to playing some some more games. I want to. Uh, there's a few games on the Game Pass that I've downloaded that I want to play that I want to check out. I just haven't had the time or whatever. Right. But I, there's games on there that I do want to check out. Uh, there's some that you mentioned to me that I that I downloaded and I want to check out. So I want to do that. Um, you can find Gunny Chief on everything. That's Gunny Chief, of course. Uh, Gunny couldn't stay on for the whole show. He said he had to go, but then he got on here and he was like muted. But he was like, well, they're like on VR. I don't know what the fuck he was doing in VR. He, he was watching porn. I mean, I, I don't know what he was doing on the VR head. What do, what do you think he was doing over there, Mel? Oh, I don't know. He did. He did mention. Uh, oh, what did he say was kind of cool on VR? He mentioned something uh-huh. in the chat earlier. He was like, "Oh, this is really good in VR." But, but anyhow, yeah, I think he just had to hop off because you know his computer's in his son's room and his son had to go to bed. So I think he was kind of out in the living room. Should make him move the PC out in the living room. Tell him to do it for the show. Yeah, I'm excited for the new Cyberpunk update, but that don't come out till next year. The trailer looks cool though. Yeah, that that trailer they put on Steam looks kind of cool. Like I said, it shows the animated series on there on the trailer. Next I'm excited for I'm excited side. for the series. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. And um, watch Game of Thrones, people. That show's dope. The new the new series is really good. I like it. Um, have you seen the new what uh, was that uh? Uh, Hobbit type show as well. Oh, the the Rings of Power or whatever. Yeah, have you seen that yet? Uh, it's on Amazon. No, I haven't. I mean, I have Prime. I just haven't got a chance to watch it. I, the last show that I watched on Prime was The Terminalist. That was really good. That was actually that's a good show to watch because it's like a one season show and it's done. Like it's it's. I mean, the story was told and it was done and there was a closure to it and everything. You know, like in one season, so it was kind of. Nice and short and sweet and pretty action packed sorta. Of, so check check it out, Mayo. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, that, that's it. That's all I have. With that being said, as Gidja would say, peace out, Brussels sprouts. We'll catch you on the next week edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. And. Uh, we're, we're fucking done. How do, how do I turn this recording on? Get out of here, man. What the fuck are you right, doing? Let's get out of here, Jesus. See ya. Okay. Get me out of here. Bye. Bye. For me, I really like corn. What do you like about corn? It's corn.
what? 